I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 33 with Sekon. Sekon, very excited for this. We've already talked for about an hour and a half, but yeah, finally getting into, and into I also, the recording. Yeah, and I also did, again, thanks for being patient. I showed up a bit late, so. Well, I was the one that initially said, hey, let's start later, and then you were basically, you were basically on time. I was the one delaying yeah, well, it. Well, still, thanks for being patient, Any. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Now I mean, I've been excited to do this for a while. Yeah, I think uh, I think we even before you started making casts, we had a conversation about what either you well one you making a cast and you also told me to make one. Yeah. And again, I was in and out of the community. Yeah. And I think it's been a long time coming, and I'm glad to finally be on here. And I'm I, again, I, I really want to stress, I'm very just being one of your earlier viewers friends whatever it's been amazing what you've been able to accomplish with this thing so i wanted to congratulate you on that first and foremost thank you now it's uh it's really cool and that's kind of why so for those listening now um i've been uh, i've sec on came into my stream two over two years ago at this point now and like basically we just you know he's basically the fucking homie and so uh we just became friends, and then he started streaming, and then he was going in and out of streaming and stuff like that. But we kept in touch pretty pretty regularly. We'd call each other or something. You know, we'd chat and stuff about shit. And, yeah, we'd try uh, our best. And so a few months ago, I was just saying, because I was getting into the Sebe cast, making my own podcast, and then I started getting really... I, I almost like was like trying to push it on to Sekon, because I've always loved fucking talking to Sekon. And watching his stream is just awesome. And he's just got a really like quality mic. You know, he's got a lot of good stuff to say. And so I was like, dude, you should make your own fucking podcast. And uh I'm still I still feel that way. I feel like anybody that wants to. I actually to make think a you serve better because when we were talking earlier, I I suppose this also leads into one of the questions I may have for you. But when you were talking prior, um I noticed that, you know, back in the, when we used to talk, when we used to talk, it's just a discord call with your friend or whatever. 
you know, people want to get some things off their chest and they'll talk and they'll talk and they'll talk and they'll sometimes even interject because, and that's fine because I interject and you interject and we're yeah. both, we deal with it yeah. pretty well, right? I don't think we have any. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but th there was a certain point where I noticed when I was really expanding on certain topics and delving down deeper into it that you just were actively keeping yourself quiet, right? And I have a I have a distinct inability almost to, so, like, again, I was saying that I'm okay with it, yeah. but I I... I have a, I can get too passionate and too riled up sometimes, and I feel like, yeah, I sh sure, I, I suppose a podcast should have a good rapport, uh, like a good back and forth between both of them, but I don't want to ever be overbearing on my guests potentially, and I feel like you manage it perfectly from the cast that I've seen, so well, I think it's better that you're doing it for sure. Well, thank you. No, uh, it's definitely like a skill because I, as much as I say, I'm like you know self-critical and like i'm being a podcast host has definitely made me like a lot more aware of how much i talk and like the things i bring up that i've tried to ask good questions during the middle of it without them being like premeditated but um uh, yeah uh it's just kind of i don't know i i want to almost look at my previous cast like the first five of them and see how i've kind of changed because i don't feel like i've changed much but I definitely do like talking about myself and my own goals and stuff. But I have my rambles for that. I can just say whatever the hell is on my mind. But I've gotten to the point now where I want the guest to talk way more than me. Because I'm genuinely interested in every every one of the guests I've had on. I've been genuinely interested in them. And I want them to carry the conversation. So, Yeah, I suppose that's what makes someone who a, a good pod someone uh, a good podcast host, right? They're just genuinely curious. They're a curious child about their guests and they have genuine interest within whatever they have to say about whatever's on their mind necessarily and that passion definitely carries through um i'm sure when you when you'd go back and look at your podcast there's things you'd notice but i'd imagine it'd be difficult because uh, some of the podcasts that i've caught you've talked about and i'm i'd be the same uh, how it's not necessarily the most fun experience uh watching your own listening to your own podcast <laughs> yeah i I, That's I don't like know the, if it's uh, – that... it, there's probably the element of hearing your own voice, which everyone just naturally doesn't like at times. Yeah. Um, streaming has helped with that. Streaming it has does with help that with me. that, doesn't it? I don't yeah, actually I cringe that bad over my voice anymore. I remember when I first started, I was like, oh, I was self-conscious <laughs> about anything and everything, be it my webcam, be it my gameplay, just overly yeah. analytical, <laughs> overly anxious. Every time I – like people would enjoy a certain – I remember I got like a, a – one of my first big clips, at least big for me. I don't really stream, you know, the numbers that you and other people put out. Um, but one of my first big clips, I think I got uh, – I got a drop. It was a Slayer gem. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I, yeah. I'm Are you talking about right an now. eternal gem? An eternal gem. We're, it's, okay. Sorry, my, my RuneScape knowledge, it used to be pretty <laughs> decent, but it's definitely deteriorated <laughs> because I haven't played for two years. Yeah. Um, we'll go into why as well so people are, like, people yeah, are curious. Because I think that's going to be a great topic yeah. for a lot of people who are into RuneScape. Because at one point, I would say I was as, as, much as, as much as you can be as dedicated as that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember I got this drop, the eternal gem. Sorry, I blanked on that. <laughs> and, and I remember everything about the clip 
because it was my first clip that got views, I was just so analytical. <laughs> I watched it back like 10 times. It's like, I, God, I hate the way I look. I hate the way I sound. I hate the way I did this. And then now I look at it, I'm like, why did I sweat that? Like, it's just, <laughs> what? Just, it's, yeah. This is not a big deal. Yeah. Like, it ain't that deep, Chief. No one's going to analyze something as much as you. I You're your know. Own critic, that right? is the biggest thing you have to realize is that you are your biggest, like, self-critic, I guess. I, I look at there's, – there's, like, old clips that have commands in my stream. And so people type, like, exclamation this, exclamation this. It's like a clip, like, literally two and a half years ago. And I can – not watch it like i just actually can't watch it because it just makes me cringe because it's just like i don't know it just uh, uh <laughs> beginning streaming no, it's just that icky feeling right it's yeah. like uh watching cringe yeah you know, you know that have you watched the office yeah uh have you have you seen scott's thoughts yeah no that's one of the most pain people people i've read on like reddit and stuff like people literally just skip that episode like when they're like watching through it again i can't watch it man. i can watch I, it i can watch I, it's it so difficult <laughs> but it's pretty it's so difficult it's, it's pretty a good painful. funny episode don't get me wrong yeah right yeah because the office is pretty much cringe yeah i don't know like it, a large element of it definitely <laughs> is cringe it's pretty <laughs> bad <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah no yeah, no, I get it. That that icky cringe feeling is basically what I'm saying. And yeah. you get it for whatever reason, but I actively try to avoid that. So I sympathize with you. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, I'll actively actually think about social situations I've been in previously. I'll, I don't know, I'll be minding my own fucking business. I'll be at the grocery store and all of a sudden I'll have this like flashback to when I was just being a <laughs> I, I how do I say this? Uh being socially disinclined with my like uh one of my ex's aunts or uncles or something and just completely putting spaghetti all over my sweater. And I'll think, I don't know, I'll get that cringe feeling randomly and I'll be like, I have to snap out of this. So, yeah. <laughs> I think about it's, weird how it, it, it's something like when you're about to go to sleep and then you think of something yeah. really cringe you did and you're like, well, can't sleep now because I'm just going to think about this. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I do? I just jump in the car and I go for a drive <laughs> at that point. That's what I did last night when I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. I still, which is really sad, but I'm 26 now, and I still don't know what to exactly do with myself when I can't sleep. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I could probably just fall asleep in the next 30 minutes. I never can, but I'll just sit there and just almost hope that I can get some good sleep. But what I should you really have issues what sleeping? No, not really. I, I only have issues when I drink when I start drinking too much caffeine. And for okay. those curious, I'll just briefly bring this up. Uh, when I had the Sebe cast with Haybox Yonga, or uh, yeah. Max, as you guys know him, he just got two in a minute. He recently, well, yeah. Yeah, he recently finished the game. So, And he got a jar of darkness. He was doing all his Cotizo. So. I didn't know that. I, I just caught a two in a yeah. stream. Yeah, no, but uh, he inspired me to stop drinking caffeine. And I, I didn't drink caffeine for a month. Um, I slipped up twice during that month. It was like the last week. Like last like four days, I had slipped up twice, drank a can of Dr Pepper, <laughs> twice, and uh, <clears throat> but for the most part, it was really good. Um, but I feel like when my sleep starts lacking, it's because I start uh, not being I don't know, I guess conscious about like how much caffeine intake I'm taking, especially at night. If I drink something with caffeine at night, my sleep schedule's fucked. Like it just it just gets fucked up. And so that's what was, I, that's what that's what tends to happen when I can't sleep is I drank caffeine that night. 
I react oddly to caffeine. Um, it depends. I don't know what it is about me, but I feel my body physically just behaves differently during different. I mean, I could, I suppose I, I kind of know the mechanically why that may be because, you know, the brain soup isn't just in the right zone right now. And so that can really throw things off balance, but essentially to boil it down, sometimes I can drink a lot of caffeine and have no issue sleeping at any point and get a restful sleep. And regardless of what degenerate, what uh, anti-productive behavior I have towards my health, everything just kind of lines up and I go to bed on time and I, and I sleep restfully yeah. and I wake up naturally with my circadian rhythms currently like perfectly in tune. And then sometimes it's just this honking, steaming pile of shit that's just this insane train wreck. And I just, regardless of what I do, if I have one coffee in the morning, it'll it'll hit me throughout the entire day. So yeah, I think. Yeah, I think at one point I used to drink eight cups of coffee in a day. Jesus Christ. That... But I, I found out the reason why that is. Why? And I, this kind of boils down into, like, anytime I research anything more, I, I try to, when I get into something, I research it a bit too much, and I become obsessive and get very into it. And coffee was also an avenue for me to explore this. I just started drinking better coffee. I started making better quality coffee. Okay. And actually, even though it has lower caffeination levels, I feel the need to drink less at max i have two cups a day now yeah and it, it, it's interesting all... go ahead it's interesting because like i've never been a coffee drinker like, i've drinking coffee okay. before but i don't think i've ever had good coffee so i've just never gotten into it because you know the, the coffee i've had the only way to make it good is load it with fucking sugar and milk <clears throat> yeah and so I, I don't blame you though, because yeah. a lot of coffee out there is just compete. Like you go to Starbucks, you go to Tim, Timmy Ho's, you go to McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's actually surprisingly has pretty decent co- uh, coffee bean quality for a chain. Yeah, um, I've never had most McDonald's of this, coffee. Uh, if I if I went to a chain anywhere in the world and I had to get coffee, I'd probably go to McDonald's if I had to go to a chain. Okay, um, I'm not. And again, I don't actually order anything else off the menu. I'm pretty. I think you already know this about me. I, I don't really like fast food at all. I don't like the taste. I don't like how I feel after I eat it. <laughs> you feel like total garbage, yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't like anything about it, really. I don't really like – I can delve into that a bit. Yeah. It depends. Okay, so for me, like, when I think of fast food, I think of, like, yeah, the worst one, like Taco Bell, McDonald's, like, shit like that. It was just, like, actual just grease. I don't eat – I think this is already known. I mean, I suppose you know it about me, but other people don't. I, I don't really like fast food, and I don't eat fast food often. I – it's very rare for me to consume fast food because the way that I think about it, I mean, you can get there, – there's a technical term for that I can't think of off the top of my head. You can get convenient food though like or semi-healthy yeah, fast food. That, I don't know. Yeah, like that's... Freshie is an example. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, what else is like a good example? The chopped leaf. I suppose they're more like I, – I, do you have Freshie in America or no? No, but like we have like – Actually, I th- we have like I think fresh – limited to some areas. We have like uh, these little markets and stuff where you can really – get like i guess made food like actual like nice fresh sandwiches and salads and stuff like that for reasonable prices yeah and you don't have to go fucking get like a greasy burger so yeah there's definitely options more chains actively trying to make that effort though because now that i think about it like there's freshy chopped leaf even some pizza places are like trying to portray an image of health and i don't know doing a decent enough job of it yeah um, and what I mean by actively like, uh, better quality or better ingredient, fresh food or healthy for, uh, fast food 
is with Freshy, they'll make you like burritos, soup, or like a salad or sandwiches or wraps on the spot. And it's loaded with all sorts of greens, all sorts of any type of vegetable, root vegetable, I don't know, fruits, uh, dried nuts, I mean, <laughs> dried fruits, nuts, yeah. uh, vinaigrettes, all types of dressing, right? So they, they've, they've created a format. It's like a, an upscale subway almost. Yeah. And I feel like that's been a push in our generation at least, more so than previous too. It's kind of crazy. I, I don't, you're, you're from Canada for those that don't know, but um, like in America – uh at the school like the school like public schools we went to i was in elementary school but my older brother was in middle school and his first couple years in middle school it was literally they were selling candy bars to kids like like king size fucking candy bars in the vending machines you'd go to lunch and you'd have fries pizza burgers stuff like that like that was like how america was going and then uh there was a change I, again i was a child i don't know what changed it all but then all of a sudden there was all these like healthy options and we were so pissed off as kids because we didn't want this healthy stuff we wanted like the nice greasy stuff or because when you're a kid like that kind of stuff doesn't affect you as much i guess if you're at least active um yeah i think you're probably less aware as well yeah basically in tune with your body as a child <laughs> but it's, I, it's, it's really a good thing that they're they're switching all that because seriously your whole livelihood is like like you literally are what you eat, and if you're eating just straight shit all the time, like you're literally feeling like shit for your life. Yeah, so. I I suffer more, I feel, than other people from it. And uh, my issue in terms of like health is not necessarily what I eat; it's more the quantity of how much I eat. I um I don't know if that's because I used to work out an excessive amount of time at one point in my life, so I just got used to eating at a higher caloric intake. Yeah. Um, and it's just difficult for me to decrease at times now. And all it takes is you, I suppose you could habitually build the habit cause I have at times, but that's where I slip up. But I, I wanted to touch on one thing and I probably should also give an introduction after I touch on it. Cause I feel like I, we, we keep talking about certain aspects and then we have to backtrack a bit and explain a little <laughs> bit about myself. Um, yeah. and I, I know I just jumped the gun. So no, it's apologies. totally cool. Um, Oh wait, I, I, I want to, I want to, uh, sorry. I want to ask one thing. Um, for sure before you continue but like oh, are, sure. are do you consider yourself a foodie like there's people that yeah, are most definitely okay okay yeah cause I, i've, I've it, heard that what, term is it like you live to eat or eat to live yeah like there's literally people yeah. that just don't care about food like they'll just eat because they have to but then there's people that truly enjoy food and like what can you know yeah i mean know. it's just anything about a, like this is going to delve into who i am as well in how obsessive I get about things, but anything that's a sensory experience, I try to have the best experience I can. And I don't mind paying a premium for that. Be that an auditory experience, be that a physical, physical sensation, uh, in terms of touch, be it, uh, less so. I know actually I'll pay for visual, visual fidelity. I mean, you act, most people will say that, right. They'll pay for a higher quality, uh, monitor or be it a TV screen or whatever the case may be. Right. I, I really try to maximize any type of sensory experience I can have. And taste and smell are a huge portion of that. And I'm just very exploratory. So, like, when I – this is how big of a – this is the best way I can put how much uh, how I'm a foodie. I'll go to a restaurant, and I order the same thing every time for being a foodie. But it, it's a bit – here, I'll just explain it. I'll order a house red 
nine outs. Uh, I'll let whoever I'm with get an appy, or if they ask me to pick an appy, I'll pick an appy. And then for, <laughs> an my, appy. for my main, I love it. all right, and like an appetizer. Yeah, right? I know, but it's just funny you call it an appy. <laughs> Never heard that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, it, you know, colloquial sl- slang is pretty different. In, I guess it's colloquial, right? But it, it's like, uh, what do you call a? Not to bring up alcohol, but what, what do you call a 750 ml bottle of li- like liquor? We call it a two six, right? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I literally yeah. don't know. I, then, dude, it, like I've learned what things are called, like alcoholic beverages, like the the slang terms and stuff like that, because of streaming. Because yeah. I've never been okay. like a drinker. Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose I did know that. You've how many times have you drank now? Ever? So there was that time. With, yeah, well, like I, I suppose guess, how many times has streaming made you drink now? That's what my true uh, of the question is. So the first time I ever drank. I mean, I was a kid when I first drank, but it was, I was, it was a middle school uh, sleepover. I was, I was having a sleepover with my friends in eighth grade, and they poured beer into my Mountain Dew, and my my friends poured oh, beer. God, Mountain Dew, and it tasted <laughs> like ass. Um, and you know what? You know this sounds this sounds embarrassing and all, but I was actually just deeply saddened. I was like. I was kind of emotional. I, I feel like I was tearing up. I can't really remember it, but I was so sad because I had never drinking before. And my parents, um, like, um, like I guess my parents never drank either. I mean, they had drinking, but they were like against alcohol. And so me having to explain to them because I'm a kid, and so like you know, I I trust my parents enough, which I'm blessed to be able to like be able to come to my parents for stuff. But like I, in that moment, I'm like you know. 13 or something at the time i went to go tell my parents and i was tearing up i was like i drank beer <laughs> but i didn't mean to but yeah other than yeah. that i mean there's been a few other occasions but Man, well, i have I, to I, say yeah that's probably the mark of good parenting though because... i really think it is no i'm i'm very i was very blessed to be to grow up with parents that first of all i could trust because like you know i could come to them with basically anything and uh yeah yeah, no, alcohol was never a thing in like our our family really, and so um, I was never really interested in it. I've drinking a few times over the past like few years, but I've I've just never been into it, and it tastes like garbage. So, and no matter yeah, I mean, what anybody can ever tell me, for it. no matter what anybody can ever tell me, like so I ordered a. This must have been like a year ago. I ordered a tequila with or at a restaurant. Uh-huh. And it's like the one with like the salt rim. Like they put like salt around the rim. Margarita? Or like oh, a mar. Wait, what? No, it was a tequila. It was, it was like salt around the rim. Is that what they do? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, for some reason, a tequila and it, probably with the, any other drink as well, they're really sweet, but all the sugar tends to go to the. Uh, I believe the sugar goes to the top. And then, like, the alcohol, like, kind of sinks. It might be the opposite way. I can't even remember at this point. But I took a sip, and it tasted delicious. And then they're like, oh, yeah, stir it around a little bit. And so I stirred it. And then I got all the alcohol. And I'm like, oh, my God, this tastes horrible. Like, I'm nauseous. So, well, margarita, dep- like, again, with any mixed cocktail, it really depends on what type of ratio that they're going for. Yeah. And, like, if you did want to taste tasty alcohol, I got you in that sense, right? It's interesting how I talk about caring about your health and they're like yeah by the way how you want to fuck up your liver i got you <laughs> no um, but i mean i will admit uh there i've 
even read things and I've, I've listened to podcasts on like i guess the benefits of drinking alcohol obviously there's a lot oh, yeah, of for sure there's a lot of cons to it but like socially you know there there actually are kind of few benefits to like social drinking and yeah stuff like no that. for sure i just think that uh, it's very easy to cross what is healthy with alcohol yeah. absurdly like just to have a healthy to get the genuine benefits of alcohol without necessarily piling on all the detriments it's like what probably one or two drinks every two weeks i'd imagine every maybe every week you can't drink that often right yeah it's it I, I actually I think maybe frequency is not necessarily I know frequency is actually not necessarily the big killer. It's even if you drink five times a year, once a year, if you binge drink, like consume copious amounts of alcohol, that is seriously seriously what is damaging, right? So social social drinking is actually not as damaging as just binge drinking once a year. Like you could drink probably forty times in a year, yeah, and you just have one or two drinks, maybe three. That's going to be markedly better than you just bitch drinking once. But I really actually want to share this one thing about my uh, what I order because you asked me yeah, if go I'm a foodie. It. Go for it. Um, I order a house red nine ounce, and then I tell them to get me anything on the menu. I do this every place I go to without 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 any any deviation. Like very rarely would I deviate from that just because I'm willing to eat anything that you put in front of me. And the best way I could possibly explain this is when I when I lived in China for a little while. Um it was just a few months. I I went to a village. It was it was uh it was in the Hunan province and it was uh I I forget how long we went to the village for, but it was it wasn't like an extended stay. It was more more touristy. In that sense, yeah, like we were just visiting, right, just to see how other people lead their life, yeah, um, in a in a rural area in the middle, we're closer to central China, and we stopped at like this the in in the in, in the Indian version of it, it'd be called like a dabba, which is just like a, a restaurant on the side of the road. It's not even like a restaurant; it's just like a hole in the wall. But the food was amazing, right? Uh, just because I, I'm gonna guess there was less, less processed ingredients available to them, it was all cooked from scratch, cooked from raw. Um, but I remember the person who was serving us obviously didn't really speak English well. And they actually barely spoke it. And maybe it was like lost in translation. But I remember asking what's in these bamboo shoots because these bamboo shoots that were being served to me had like sticky rice in them. And uh, they had some sort of meat. So I was like, what type of meat is this? And the answer I got back was animal. And I did not stop eating. So... <laughs> I don't know what I ate, but that shit was Animal. good. Yeah. Okay, listen. Um, my dad does the same thing as what you do. Oh, um, really? Yeah. He'll he'll he says, he'll just say, uh, he's interesting because there are things he hates. Like, okay, there's like certain foods he hates, but whenever he goes to like a restaurant, and I, I guess I was reminded because I went on a trip to Miami in February with my brothers and my dad. It was a really nice trip. Yeah. And. We went to a restaurant and he every single time we we'd go out he's like just whatever your favorite thing is give me that that's what that's what he says he says give me anything like whatever your favorite thing is give me that mm. but he got fucked over because uh we were going to restaurants that weren't you know super fancy just some like medium you know kind yeah. of uh nice places but uh basically two times in a row he was given an it was almost as if somebody ordered something, like somebody else in the restaurant ordered something, and then they sent it back, 
And then that was the thing that my dad would get. Like, he'd get, like, some really shitty meal that was, like, not even hot. <laughs> it was almost oh, like, just yeah. get him whatever, you know, get him whatever. And so somebody would almost, like, send the food back, and then they'd give him it. So it's, like, that can really kind of mess you up in a way when you just ask, like, just give me anything. I also feel like I'm probably one of the North American meccas of food. Like, I live in Vancouver. So it's probably a bit more... I can get away with doing that because yeah. no, yeah, you're not. I just have so many great places yeah. to eat. I, I, th- these are probably like you know anomalies, but uh, th- this happens. Like my dad would get something, and he's like, like uh, we went to this seafood place, and he got this like imitation crab as his yeah. like <laughs> as his like main dish. I'm like, oh god, that looks horrible, and uh, yeah, yeah get, I, I've never really actually had a bad experience by doing that. Yet, that's good but i can i can imagine it, it when it happens it's probably catastrophic <laughs> i i'm not really a karen but i have no issue just because i used to work in the industry yeah my favorite job was being a server actually yeah i would even if i'm 50 and uh, multi-billionaire trillionaire i don't care man i would i would go back and be a server again and i'm probably going to do that really regardless of, yeah that's, that's cool i it the what i care most about when i look for in terms of a job or a career path or well not necessarily a career path i'd want to be very deeply passionate about it but a job i don't actually care about the pay and i'm i, I i'm a bit privileged to say that because i got a bit lucky in my life at times um but i also have been unlucky I, I i should probably talk about that later but um yeah i really just do enjoy the team aspect of any work environment that's good yeah should i probably give an introduction now because i feel like i keep yeah, that, let's go into you. I would, briefly, just to finish off my point, was when you or when you say, give me anything on the menu, and then they do serve you something shitty, the last thing you yeah. can do is be like, I don't want this. <laughs> and so you're actually oh, no. you're, I, I, a, no you're actually pinned into a corner if you're going to be polite because <laughs> you're like, shit, I asked for anything, and now I don't want this. Well, no. like So I suppose if you get something that you genuinely just don't like out of preference, <laughs> but it was cooked well and everything about it's fine – I suppose I don't really have that issue. But you asked for like, anything. I, I genuinely will eat anything, right? Yeah. But if I'm served something that is just made incorrect, like, man, I'm I'm actively paying to get something that was made well yeah. or made to the standard that, like, your establishment is yeah, yeah, yeah. known for. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Karen by any means, but I'll let them know. Yeah, I, that's good. I, 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 but I'm not, I'm not gung-ho about it, let's just say, right? It has to truly be an issue for me to bring it up. If it's just a preference thing, I don't really suffer from that really. Okay. So, all right, let's yeah. let's get into you. So, Secon, who who are you? Uh, uh, I guess if you have a way what? to start out your story, yeah. So I don't know why I provoked this because the only question I was dreading the entire time was this one actually. <laughs> Because I but don't no, really it's, it's know good to how... know because there's there's definitely a lot of listeners that probably don't know who that who the hell you are. Oh no, for sure. No, but but just because I don't know what to necessarily say, right? I'm a former I'm a former member of the community coming back. I've intermittently been here. I used to game pretty hard. Um, I'm just like another human being experiencing shit who's very passionate about the game, and at one point was a bit too passionate. Some may say, but no regrets about that. Just a human being having an experience. I suppose what I'm known for in the RS community is just just being I'm probably friends with almost everyone you know, right? Like I'm in I'm just known around the community yep. in whatever I don't know, whatever facet or 
whatever small area of the community I do touch. And I'm just, I'm very friendly with people and I've been passionate about the game. But who I am outside of the game. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a tough one, right? Because it's so expensive. I'm just someone who like enjoys experiencing and living in the moment. I'm just, a, I don't know how to give you a less cooked answer. Now I'm not, <clears throat> I, I, I don't really, I don't have an identity for myself, like in that, in that sense. And I don't ever want to. Let's, um, let's go. So let's, uh, to explain where I'm from as well. I'm from Vancouver, BC, I suppose. Okay. I, I, uh, I, I grew up, I've experienced a lot. I suppose that's the best way I can put it. I'm a very, I've experienced a lot in my life and yeah, I guess I just get into it in the podcast, right? Is that a good introduction? I don't know. No, I that's really perfect. I, I want to, before we go more into your actual IRL, yeah. I want to hear more about what got you into the RS community. Like, okay. What, sure. And you're a streamer and what got you into streaming? What got you out of streaming? What got you back into okay. streaming? Things like that. So for sure. when did you first start like old school? Like, did you start on release or what? So... O OSRS, I started on release. Okay. I played before that um, as a child, and I had a couple accounts. I remember being that guy. Well, actually, I remember the first friend I ever made on OSRS. So I logged in because I saw one of my cousins playing it. I was at his house, and he was playing the game, and he was like – I think he was fire blasting cows in Lumbridge. It was either hobgoblins or cows. I don't know why I can't remember which, but yeah. And I was like, D this game looks very fascinating. Like he's wearing these blue wizard robes with this staff, and I'm probably like seven or eight, and he's just fire blasting these creatures. And I'm like, I want to get into this because it seemed at that time, at that point in OS in RuneScape, it wasn't OSRS then RuneScape two. It was very much so a socially driven game, but it also had cool mechanics behind it, and. So I suppose I was entranced by the, the, the game in and of itself, but also the social aspect, right? So I remember making an account, and I remember walking through Lumbridge, having no fucking clue about what's going on. And some guy's like, hey, man, did you just make an account? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, w follow me. So I just followed him, you know? And he took me around, and he, he started mining things. He's like, hey, mine this. So I mined it. He's like, smith this. You know, chop this tree, blah, blah, blah. And he basically walked me through how to make armor. Wow. And make... Like, like make a fire or do certain things, right? And he made a set of armor for me. And then he's like, follow me. And then he took me to his bank. Or no, wait, he took me to a trade world. He bought a bunch of stuff. And then he gave it to me. So he gave me bronze armor. He gave me iron armor. And I think he gave me black or mithril armor. I don't remember which. And he basically just, I remember, I remember, uh, I remember going and writing this down in like a, I, I asked my mom for a book. I was like, hey, mom, can I get a book? And I wrote down his username because I didn't know you could, like, <laughs> add friends, right? <laughs> and I I remember writing it down, or I remember what he gave me, and I, I don't know. I just, just scribbled something about the game. And, yeah, that's how I first started playing OSRS. And I remember I remember I got scammed for my, my iron armor. Oh, God. Yeah. Ever I got scammed my fucking iron armor, man. Trimming iron. I'll trim your iron armor for you. I'm like, okay. Let's just take it off. <laughs> Like, I didn't know. Because you know, your I first just... experience is some guy that's really nice, and you just assume everyone's going to be that way, probably. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, shout out to that guy, though. He definitely did help me get into the game. That's fucking and awesome. And then, you know, I, I did the basic noob stuff. I killed 
I killed the I killed cows, um, and I didn't pay the toll to Alcarid because I didn't do the quest. So I walked around the long way and I sold hides until I could afford a rune armor. Yeah, can't wait. Can't you go through that with without the quest? You just have to pay, right? You have to pay. No. I'm oh, oh, pay. you didn't want to pay. Yeah, no. Come on. You, you think I'm going to pay 10 GP? <laughs> so you walk the long way. The Alcaridian government is trying to schemaz me. Jesus man. Christ. I'm going to spend. Uh, look. I did the math. Young Seki did the math, okay? Yeah, no, I, I obviously should have just paid the toll. Yeah. But yeah, no, at that point then, I was loosely into the game here and there. And I remember I used to, I was young, I didn't have money, so I had to beg my parents for membership. And my, my parents, we were very affluent. Like, I'm not going to deny that, right? But that changed down the line pretty drastically. We pretty much lost everything. And that was a great experience, and I wouldn't change it for a thing. But they were very much so... I don't want to say stingy, but they tried to, you know, not spoil me. Yeah. And so even for membership, I remember this thing like, no, you know, like it's five or $10 a month or whatever it was at the time. Yeah, five like, bucks. No, you, kind of, you kind of have to like learn the value of money or you have to earn it or some way. And I remember begging them for years and I was intermittently in and out of the game. But one summer, I think things just weren't going well. So they just bought it for me. They're like, fuck off. You know, we don't want to deal with you. Yeah. Just, just fine, go play on the computer. And all I did for that summer was, oh, I remember vividly standing at Taverly Gates and finally opening them, yeah. right? Going from Falador into Taverly. Incredible. And the music changes, the music track changes yeah. and everything. Oh, my God. Yes. And I remember walking from Taverly, and I remember walking to Castle Wars and playing Castle Wars. Man, that was such a great time when you were, like, discovering this expansive universe that you can almost escape in, right? Dude. Like this... I just remember walking and, into Ardoin with the, yeah. and I used to call it Ardugni when I was a kid. Ardugni, Ardoin, Ardugni, yeah. I, I I think it's pronounced Ardoin now. That's at least what I've. I say Ardugni. No, it is Ardoin. Yeah. Do you I, say? Uh, I know. I don't want to interrupt, but no. Do you say? Uh, 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 what I'm. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Just go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Still think of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but just that music, that Baroque song that comes on, that always hits different. That is like, I remember just thinking of the skill thieving, just being able to thieve stuff, like steal shit and level up. I, was, I just thought that was amazing. Like, I could steal shit. I love how Lopsy couldn't, um, <laughs> like, Lopsy grew up in a religious household, right? So, <laughs> like, you know, you, 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 you normalize what you're taught and you, you kind of like, you know, I mean, why would you think anything differently? Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, no, I can't thieve or my mom and dad won't let me play this game. <laughs> like, I, that's so funny yeah. to me. And I love it. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's not like it was bad, but it's it pure. Is, I love it. It is really it's so it, pure. It is really funny, actually, when you think about it. Cause I, I remember having those thoughts. I was like, why is thieving a skill? Like, why are you actively like, stealing shit from people and that's a skill you know but uh yeah i remember runescape just seeming so complex intertwined and expansive and never-ending and it it reminded you know what that really reminds me of like how i wish to stay a curious child right i wish to stay always it'd be great to always experience that in your life and i feel as you grow up you kind of lose that and i don't want to lose that i think this is a I've I've kind of been exploring this thought for a little while. How I don't want to, you know, ever feel stagnant in life, and I think oh, I think I do want things to actively change, and I want to be in environments where I feel anxious or I fear feel fearful. Um, but this was a great reminder for that. I I thought about that city that I was thinking of though. What? 
Do you say Catherby or Catherby? Catherby. It's Catherby. Come on, man. No, 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 no. It's Catherby. Yeah, I know it is Catherby. Okay. I'm still going to say Catherby. Really? So you actually initially called it Catherby? Yeah. That just doesn't roll off the tongue nicely. That's bad. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it, honestly, when you look at it, you could go with it both ways. In fact, it almost yeah. looks more like Catherby, but... See, now you're woke. No, I mean, I've, I've always thought that, but I'm like, nah, it has to be Catherby. It You've just opened your third eye, It doesn't man. sound right. You know, I, I bet people think I'm, from people who don't know me up until this point, probably think I'm just like the biggest pothead in the world. <laughs> I, I don't smoke at all. I don't, yeah, no. I I am very exploratory of my drugs, but I suppose we'll get into that. All right. But going back to RuneScape yeah. and introducing my joy of the game, I remember playing Castle Wars and playing the social aspect of this game, and... There was a certain time and point where my friends, I was still in high school. Oh, no, I was in, not in high school, I was in middle school at this point, and my friends were getting into it. And I started sharing my account with someone because they were new to the game. And I don't know, like you're a kid, you're kind of stupid. You think, you don't really think about how you enjoyed the game as a noob, and you just try try and get your friends into it, and you try to give them everything, which you probably shouldn't be doing, right? You should actively let them experience all that, all the joy of being very stupid about the game because that's where the that's where addiction sets in that's where it grabs you yeah. and really yeah no and i don't know i remember vividly like uh yeah i i remember sharing my account with them nothing actually really happened thankfully and then i quit the game for a while and then in high school i heard osrs was coming out so i remember for release i needed the fuck out of it okay i um at the time wasn't in school because so i actually i think it came out of my grade 11 year and i dropped out at the end of my grade 11 year um the reason why i dropped out was more mental health and i actually ended up finishing both grade 11 and 12 because i dropped out in grade 11 and 12 before everyone i just uh i just went to my headmaster i went to a private school and i went to my, my headmaster and i said can i just write the final exams and whatever i get on the exams like can that be my grade well, I didn't actually come up with that. He did. But yeah, that's <laughs> essentially what happened. So wow. I remember needing the fuck out of RuneScape, yeah? Because I was just going through stuff. And it's, again, like I'm saying, it's an expansive world to escape in. Yeah. You feel so enca- like encapsulated and so intertwined. And I don't know, just part of a community, right? And I remember I was like, uh, my first goal was getting 99 range. I I think I was the 40th person to get like 99 range or something. Damn! What, what did you rank? What did you shoot? I I got chins. Oh, okay, so just yeah at the Monkey Madness um, cave tunnels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I oh. I used chins. I think we were using. I used any chins I could get, be it gray or red at the time. Yeah, beast. I think it were they were only gray or red, and I played that for again three months. I got a girlfriend. Quit the game, and then uh, two years later, three years later, I'm in second year university. I, I, uh, you have a lot of time in uni. No, I was in first year uni when I started. Yeah. So you have a lot of time in uni and I was just like, how can I just fuck my life up now? I, I just had a lot of time and I decided to log in again because I mean, I spent so much time, you know, grinding out that game and getting 99 range, at least at that time, at that point in time, in the beginning stages, you know, it was a bit more difficult. There was less knowledge. So you had to spend like three to four times 
the the length that you would now to do simple tasks. So I think I spent three months, four months trying to get get you know play the play the game and bring my account up. Now looking back at it, though, you know we could probably do that in a week on a main, right? Yeah. Like less than, but. Yeah, I remember spending a lot of time on it, and I had a lot of free time, so I started playing the game once again. I met someone named Homepage eventually because I started joining PVM clans. Um, I actually met Homepage prior to that, and I came back, and Homepage was still playing. And so Homepage is rank one fishing and rank one uh, defense for people who don't know. What a fucking uh, game. We don't talk as Yeah, no, he's a fucking gamer. <laughs> yeah. And he's in med school right now. Shout out to Homepage. Uh, we don't really talk as much anymore. But is he still playing? I, well, or does he focus um, more on? You know what he does? IRL? He logs on on four twenty eight, and he stands on one tile in the GE. <laughs> That's all he does for like. I'm not joking. He's a P mod as well, right? Yeah. So when you resp- when you talk to him, he'll respond back. And the, the way that started is funny. Have you heard of Tex? I think you know Tex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texman. Texman. So he's like the nucleus of a, a social circle that I'm a part of. <laughs> And one day, I think he was just like sitting, like he was bank standing on one tile and he banks it again on a, a tile again. And for some reason, some kid noticed. So he made it a thing. Like, I'm going to stand on this tile and bank stand all fucking day while I'm at work. <laughs> while I'm while I'm doing any activity, I'm just going to bank stand. I don't care. I'll tab back, hover my mouse over the client. I'll fucking bank stand just to fuck with people. And that's how it started. And now I think homepage, booty, and text do it. I think text, yeah. text probably does it less I, I, now. I'm trying to think of it's it's Texman or Booty that wears the like shitty void with the flippers and the uh Oh that uh I don't know Is who that booty? started that. Yeah, they, everyone wears okay. that. Okay. I don't know <laughs> who started like that though, worst, I don't want to speak on it. The fucking worst uh, outfit, I swear to god. That's goaded. <laughs> that's a great outfit. That's a it's great so outfit. So bad. No, no, no. Oh that's god. uh that is one of the goaded outfits. Yeah, no, those, so... It's a scythe I, with normal void with flippers. With a scythe, with a, with a max void, cheese. With, max with cheese a max kit. fire There we go, max, max cheese fire kit. Kit. You have to have the max fire That's kit, it, man. that's it. I, and I then I think that. you wear a halo with it as well, if I remember correct. I haven't seen it in uh, Nah, it's some shitty helmet. It ha- I think. I, is it just the hood? There's probably a picture in BB. I don't think it's a halo. I'm not sure. I'm sure maybe you're allowed to switch that one up. Maybe that's the, maybe that's where you can be creative and yeah. mark your identity. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't know who started that, but I know I see Menzi wear that a lot. So I, I don't, again, I don't actually know, so I don't want to say anyone's name, but yeah. So I came back and homepage noticed I logged on and he, they, they, he, he basically told me like, Hey, welcome back to the game. Let's start gaming. And I was like, all right, let's go. And this was right around the time that I was doing my finals uh, my first ever, my first ever, uh, no, sorry, that was second year. So I started, I started playing in first year and by second year, I remember just being pretty, like I wasn't maxed or anything. Homepage was already maxed. He was obviously, he's a gamer. Yeah. And I remember him taking me to like God Wars and us like, uh, tr- duoing or trioing Sarah. And back then that was the method used Verax at Sarah and you would like switch aggro on the southern wall, um, or you would trio it, and basically someone would tank a hit, and then she would spec, I think, and then you'd run away, and the other people would do damage until she switched aggro, and then that person would run away while the other people attacked her, right? Yeah. And we would go on like sixteen-hour trips, and how the how this would work is right. We didn't want to get Casey again, so we would hire people to get Casey, 
because our armor would break. That was the biggest thing holding us back, right? Because you you got super stores and brews through Sarah, don't you? Yeah, and you yeah. didn't actually even need that many. And you brews. get bones, you just bones to peaches and stuff. And you're probably using guffins, yeah. I'm assuming for. Yeah, just I I don't remember in specific, but we had some sort of setup that yeah. helped us sustain. But there is a hard cap in the sense that your armor is going to fucking break. So we were <laughs> we used to have people run to us and trade us new sets of Verax. Okay, and we'd trade them the broken one, and we'd pay them in the in the GP that we got from Alking. That's so funny, and I don't know why we did that because just leave and like re up and get KC again. It's not yeah. that big of a deal, but we just did that. I think the reason why is because we went we went like four weeks dry for. I remember we were just trying to get a hilt because they were like sixty mil at the time, and sixty mil had some significance and value. Yeah, damn, and. What 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 was the most expensive item in the game, then? An Ellie. Okay, yeah, I, I guess yeah. besides an Ellie. The reason why I know this is I'll get to it. So we did a bunch of God Wars, though. We did Kree and all that, and we, you know, I wouldn't say we were gods at the game. I was pretty shit, um, but we were, we were, we we had Max minus an Ellie, but we always wanted an Ellie, right? Yeah, and so. <laughs> How I ended up quitting, dude. Having an Ellie, oh my god! Back in 2015, yeah. I was thinking, so fucking. Yeah, it was. Such a, you were a beast if you're walking. Yeah, you were a chat. People yeah. were like, holy shit, this man has <laughs> this much RSGP. He, has, he probably has a fucking huge cock. Drives a Lamborghini. Has 30 <laughs> girlfriends. Like Jesus Christ, yeah. I want to be that guy. I want to hang out with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. So we we started going to the Duel Arena. Oh God, <laughs> Munga S. And I remember what would happen is one of us would get cleaned, okay? And then the other one would just chuck their bank, like the whole bank. And if they won, which we just won a couple times, like five, four times, we would give all the money we got to the to, our, to the other person, and they'd buy back their gear, and we'd go back and do God War Central. We were like, <laughs> okay, we're not going to do this anymore. But then we finally both lost. Oh, God. It was very endearing, though, that we used to, like, chuck our bank, right? And then, you know, your homies lost everything. So what do you do? You chuck your bank. And if you lose, you quit with them. And if not, um, <laughs> you know, you, you buy back their gear and you start the grind again, yeah. right? And, yeah, we did that for a long time. And I think the reason why we used to, we even got into staking is because, like, there is a destructive aspect about RuneScape, right? Yeah. Um, for some people. And I think we, at that time, were recognizing that we wanted a bit to do a bit more because we were just... I mean, look, it's not the healthiest thing in university to spend a couple days doing Sarah for like 16, 15 hours a day. You know what I mean? That's gaming. Um, yeah, that I'm, is gaming. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like, <clears throat> I was here about like, uh, man, you should be doing something else with your time. But like in the moment, that is exactly what you want to do. Like, that's exactly what you like you chose yeah, to do but i just mean so. like like look yeah. there's nothing wrong Health with wise, the game i'm actively there, i actively support the positive qualities of yeah. this game and i i think there is a fine balance and certain people can play 15 16 hours a day because they're, they're it's not de being detrimental to their life and their desires and their goals but it was actively being detrimental to my goal yeah my goals and home pages because i was in university man that like, I'm not going to say it requires a lot of time and attention because I'm going to be honest with you. University is <laughs> a fucking... Okay, maybe not... Actually, children, some, don't listen to my advice. Some degrees. It's very easy, yeah. right? To get good grades, it's easy enough. Yeah. 
but you still do need to put in some semblance or some market effort of time, dedication, commitment, whatever it be. And when it becomes detrimental to that, that's when things become an issue in my eyes. Game, man. Game, 15, 16 hours a day. I would pay no mind to, oh, what else can you experience? You got time for that. You're enjoying what you're doing. If it's not negatively affecting you, keep doing it. Don't listen to anyone else tell you to lead your life the way that they they want you to lead it or they think you should lead it. Lead your own fucking life. You're going to be sitting in your deathbed and thinking about all the memories that you built, not necessarily. I mean, again, like I'm saying, if it becomes detrimental, don't be worried. Don't be afraid to just cut it out, right? Like if RuneScape ever became something that was actively negative and preventing me or preventing anyone from doing something i'd say maybe you want to reevaluate that but yeah. if it's not and you're happy gaming 15 16 hours a day like shit keep doing it but yeah so i quit then because we both got cleaned <laughs> um very endearing i want to say look most gambling most staking addicts are much more cutthroat and yeah i came back randomly 2018 november i was in a down period of my life and uh I, again, I logged in. I logged in a few times. I won't lie. I was looking for a homepage. And when when I finally saw homepage, I messaged him. I'm like, hey, like, how's it going? It's been a while. And first day, he took me to Chambers. He took me to theater. I was like, holy shit, this is, this is so different from the game that I used to play, right? And I love it. Like, this is, there's raids. And then I remember getting back into it and just, do, just being a TOB slave early. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to deny that. I was just a TOB product. Yeah. And yeah, um, that's how I got back into OSRS, and here we are. And I suppose how that leads into me in streaming. In 2018, I got back into the game. In 2019, February, March or something, I made an iron. So I'd been playing for five months. And in that time, I got pretty decent at TOB. Not that great, but you know, I probably had like five, 600 KC. What, what made you um, start an iron? I actually got banned. I got permed on my main. And the reason why I got permed is I was account sharing. And look, I'm not actively going to deny this because I've made some mistakes. I've RWT'd in the past, okay? Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a lot of friends who actively are part of that scene as well. So I'm not going to say much more on that. But <laughs> what happened at that point was not me. I was account sharing. Yeah. My my friend, or who I thought was a friend, stole... I was supposed to... I got a loan because I became a staking addict. I think a lot of people make irons either for bands or staking addicts. I was a yeah, two-in-one no, I, That has to be I, I got a, a loan because I lost all my gear. Because, you know, when you become a TOB prod and, you know, only 500, 600 KC, I get it. But TOB just came out. You know what I mean? And I think I did like 200 of that KC in a week or like a week and a half or two weeks. Some, some very short amount of time. And I was still learning the game, right? Like coming back to the game after that much of a break and then within five months, like doing chambers and theater and then doing Inferno, right? And doing all these things, it adds up in terms of time to relearn the game. So my Casey wasn't the highest, but I got bored. So I just started checking my bank because I, I wasn't really passionate about the game at all in other avenues, unfortunately. And, you know, I was like one of those idiots who were like, yeah, fuck skilling, blah, blah, blah. And that thankfully changed, but I got cleaned. I got a loan from, well, I suppose he was a trusted person. I wouldn't say friend. I say friend to everyone too loose, too loosely. Um, 
basically I trusted the wrong person to give me the loan and as collateral to the loan, he had access to my account if he ever wanted to pull the gear or if he, you know, and I forgot to change my password. And essentially I just did a bunch of TOB and I, I hate to say this, I staked my way back up and I had like eight or seven bill again. And I, at this point I started actually playing the game. I started skilling. I was like, I'm going to go for max. So I remember I bought all the buyables and I started skilling and I, I, gotten like three or four 99s in a short amount of time because i was just doing the bibles to get get into it and i remember logging in one day i think i was uh finishing up herblore or i just finished herblore the day before and i logged in and it's just like you've been banned what the hell is going on (laughs) so what i can only fathom is he stole um he either rwt through my account and stole everything do it or he just rwt through three months through my account and didn't steal it which wouldn't make sense so I think he just RWT through my account mm. and I got firm for that. And the reason why I've put in appeals and I think the reason why it doesn't get accepted is because that I, I he's logged into my account before, yeah. right? Yeah. And a few times. And so to them, and he lives pretty decently close by to me actually. So maybe to them, it just, I don't know how their band system works or their appeal system works or what they do to measure like, yeah, this is definitely you. But yeah, so I got permed. And I had a friend named Arco, Kickable. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, I've heard of him. He, yeah. Not he's, much. He's he's a gamer. Let me tell you, he's a gamer. He's one of the few people. He So he also, he made an iron, I think. And I don't know if it was mistaken, but I love Arco. I haven't talked to him in a while. I love Homepage and I love Arco. I love Booty. I love Brenzo. You know Brenzo. Yep. Um, I haven't talked to him in a long, I haven't talked long, to Brenzo forever. Yeah, he, he's kind of he plays the game, but he's you know he's a Chad now IRL. Yeah, as he, I mean he's been a Chad. He's just out there doing. He he he's pretty big into nature, so he kayaks, <laughs> he bikes. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I wish I was adventurous. I, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I know that's not me. Like that's not my personality. Like I can, but that's that's not yeah. what I like. Thrive. Like I, I'm not like thriving in that. But uh, I always. Yeah. Look. No. I mean. I mean, you could, if you wish it, and you. It, it, but that's the thing like, I don't. It's like, a little bit of could. Yeah, it's it's like if somebody asked me, "Hey, let's go on a hike," right now, I'd be like, "Fuck that!" But like, it's a, it's always like. So you want the identity, but you don't want to. I don't even want the identity. Do. Like, there's just okay. sometimes I'm like, man, that would have been, that would have been cool to have like you know an outdoorsy sort of personality and really love doing things and because I I do. It's I, not I, it's not to say I hate it all, but yeah, it's definitely not what I'm like passionate about. Yeah, for sure. It's it's that. it's almost weird. It's like it takes... why why am I why am I trying to why am I even saying that I want to be passionate about it if I'm not passionate about it? Like it's strange. Maybe it's just well, no, the social. Still, it still seems like a fun idea. Yeah, right? yeah. there are positive qualities to yeah. it, and you're attracted to those. You're just not at the moment, and maybe that'll change. Willing to do the 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 grunt work of getting into it, right? Because yeah. it's like getting into anything is not the easiest thing in the world, yep. right? And I'm not talking be it, be it healthy or being anything. Fucking imagine trying to, like, not imagine. Like, you know when you're watching a movie or you're watching a TV show, you have to, like, well, more so with TV shows, you have to get caught up with the characters. Yeah. And the, they, have to do, they have to do a job of introducing the plot lines, the storylines, or whatever yep. the show is based upon. Man, shit, I can't get into some story. Uh, I, I don't have the patience to get into some TV shows at times. You yeah, think? no, for like, real. So I sympathize, you know? I get it. 
I, you know, it might change. Maybe one day if you're ever ho- offered to go on a hike, just say, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, like, I've done it. And, in fact, like, in school when I wasn't playing as much RS, like, I used to do a bunch of things. We used to go, like, hike up and go to these hot springs and stuff, and it was really fun. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I don't know what it is, man. It's weird how it just... <laughs> I mean... Just say yes in the moment if you're ever presented the opportunity. Yeah, no, 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 for real. It's just weird living in a place now where, like, I live in Alabama. I have zero friends here. And so it's just so so strange to me. Like, uh, my life for the past two and a half years, uh, like, if I were to be living in Oregon or uh, any other place where I actually have, like, friends for years that I've known, it would be different. But coming to a new state and your whole life has been like streaming and building a stream and YouTube and stuff like that. It's like really hard to yeah to get to close a social with people. circle. Yeah. Cuz I've I haven't moved. Well, I've been around the world a little bit, but I also you kind of also had like a something to fish hook on to like reel you in into creating a social circle, right? Yeah. For, like let's say you go off to university and like boom, that's a giant. Like there's so many opportunities yeah. just to click with people. Or you or you 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 move to France because like, I've lived in France for a little while. I've lived in China. I don't even know if it classifies as living. Like I stayed there two months. Yeah, and well, quite a, I, I lived quite with a, a family. Now. Yeah, and but I went with some friends who did the, who had the same experience. It's like a I went to school there, and then then it was like a sister school type situation. So we, yeah, my private school had a sister school in China and in in France and in New Zealand and in different parts of the world, and okay. we'd go there and stay there for two months. But you have something to fish hook on, right? Yep. So it's very difficult when you're going to a new environment and the fish hook you have is all like, like the, you don't actually have one, you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't have anything that ties you yeah. into a community or ties you into, but you, you can actively seek out, um, clubs or even go to the gym, right. Or even, uh, being involved in, in any part of the community will give you an opportunity. It's just much more difficult. I, I definitely agree and sympathize, yep. you know, apps like tinder hinge bumble yeah yeah i've used I mean, all of them actually yeah <laughs> i've but... i've deleted all of them uh, uh okay i also used all of them i used all of them okay. uh i even mentioned it on my stream like uh probably like five months ago or something i i guess i was in a lonely state i've i've had these lonely states where i'm like man it'd be kind of nice to have like physical friends here you know we can like physical yeah you know. no for sure and so uh, like five months ago i was like you know what i even if it was just to get friendships, like to build some friendships here. Cause yeah. I have a few friends, but they're from my brother's work. And so I have coworkers. I even have uh one of my brothers, one of my brother's coworkers husband watches my stream. And so we went over there for like a dinner and they were talking about my stream and they watched. I'm like, this is strange for somebody to meet. You're me. going to have to normalize that. If, <laughs> know. You know, if this is the line you're going to go down, I know, but gonna be like... it, it was, it was just strange at the time because I had never met somebody who initially met me from my stream, you know, like who, who first, like their first interaction with me is through my stream. And then I meet them in person Yeah, because I'm not the same person. I mean, I am the same person, but I'm not like you're as a, hyper. You, you're a version of yourself. You're an enhanced yeah. version of yourself. I wouldn't even say enhanced. I'd say right? like <laughs> you're augmented. Uh, yeah, it's. I just yeah. you know I'm trying to entertain. What as yeah. in like when I go to a dinner party, it's like you know I'm more polite and just yeah no laid back. I think I what I'm trying to say though is you have you enhance certain qualities about your 
yourself when you stream, right? Like, cause yeah. the, that's, you're trying to entertain. So you have to bring those qualities out a bit more. Would you say you, but, uh, like you as a streamer, like, would you say you're any different than you would interact with people outside of the stream? I feel like it's less so with me in that sense. Like, how do, how do I describe this? I feel like with many people that is the case and I, everyone that is the case, but I think it's less prevalent with me because I don't have a filter. And that's not necessarily a positive quality, might I add. And my, my again, like, I guess I am a streamer. It's just weird for me to say that. Um, I I stream very. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like when again I you should be probably analytical of what you're releasing out to the world, right? Yeah. Um. Actually, there's a great video on this or great. Uh, you know, you never know what it's going to make you a hit. So you should be cautious about what type of videos you release to the world because you don't want to be known as that guy. Because there's someone, not to make it dark, some musician. Uh, what was it? Was it? It was some cherry pie. I don't really listen to rock. Cherry pie, cream pie. You know what I'm talking about? Some song like that. And he got very famous for it. And he he actually made he made a lot of beautiful music. Yeah. And but to him, he was known for that one song only. Okay. And he actually ended up committing suicide because oh, wow. he he couldn't deal with being known for this one generic trash uh, like very i don't know almost like poppy type song when that wasn't his musical style at all he only made it because the record label asked for it interesting so i think it was adam uh, ragusia he's a cooking he he's actually a professor in i forget what university but he has a cooking channel and he was he releases very very interesting content it's cooking focused but he also talks about how his claim to fame was very quick his like rise to fame sorry was very quick in in the youtube sphere and that that that's a very interesting video because you know you should be more cognizant of what you put out to the world because you don't want to become you don't want to go like go down the street and someone points to you hey that's the guy who said that he masturbates 73 times a day. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to be famous for something <laughs> yeah. like that necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want to, you don't want that to become your identity. Yeah. But yeah, no on stream, I have no filter. So I feel like it's less prevalent with me. Um, yeah, but it's still most definitely a thing, right? I try to be the most energetic, most, um, there's certain qualities of myself that I do bring out. I don't deny that. So I think I am a pretty good version of myself. Though. Do you think I change much? Because you I don't think so. In Discord, but I okay. Do I change when I'm talking to you compared to stream? Like, I'm actually curious. I think because... you're able to be open. Because I look at uh, sometimes I get a little self conscious because um, uh, people will come from my YouTube and then they'll come to my stream, and then. My YouTube's way more, I can't even say serious, but it's just, I'm not as hyper and I'm not interacting yeah. with people. I'm just doing my own thing, you know? Yeah, you're reclined. You're yeah. rambling. Yeah, my rambles especially because my rambles is just me on my own. Like in the Sebe cast, you know, I'm talking to another person. There's interaction. But if somebody comes from my rambles and they come to my live stream and I'm goofing around, yeah, sometimes I get a little bit... I guess not self-conscious per se, but I just wonder. I wonder what somebody's thinking when they first come over there. They're probably no, expecting a more serious like environment and then uh you know some 
you're just being analytical about how you're perceived by any audience member that again you're you're trying to be, be you know you're trying to make it as a streamer as a content creator i think i can understand though how you may feel but that's why i ask I'm curious. you is because do okay. i am i different when i'm talking to somebody off stream compared to my stream i think you're allowed to be open that's the only thing that changes about you because it is smart to not we talked about this actually before yeah. we started the podcast it's smart to just again and lopsy talked about it in his cast it is very smart to just not touch certain things right yep and I feel like when you're putting yourself out there so much, there's so many of these little opportunities. Like when you're you're you're, you're trying to be you're in the public. That's really what you are, right? You're yeah. putting yourself out there in the public. You get so your inter the the amount of interactions you have in a day is exponentially higher than someone who just doesn't put themselves out in any social media or any public manner, right? Yeah. Like exponentially. M imagine how many interactions you have just in your twitch chat right like thousands of people probably and all in one day yeah. and you can have all these little things pile up of things that you just don't want to touch but you you want to talk about but it's just not worth it yep to get into them right so that's the only thing that changes about you in my opinion i think you as a qualitative quantitative whatever type person you're still the same person um i just think you're able to the only thing that changes is you're able to talk about things and that's I, that's nothing that's probably the way you should be doing it right yeah yeah i i find you the same on stream and off stream obviously you're being more entertaining i do have a filter yeah, yeah no and i that's do what, have that's like that makes a good streamer if you're trying to entertain yeah i i mean i say i have no filter but i do have somewhat of a filter right yeah like i won't touch something that i i don't know i try to tr i try to keep as much controversy as i can off the stream um but as you – it's also interesting for me because I – at one point I tried to take serious, streaming seriously just to see. Like I, I took it seriously for like what, two months before my wrist broke it at three months because I just started streaming. I suppose I should get to that. Arco was the one who basically when I was a staking addict, he said make an iron. And I was like – I told him no. I'm cleaned. No. He's like fine. So he gave me – He's not the person who gave me the like the like the three bill loan who needed my password and all that. He's the person who just gave me like a small loan, still significant, and he said, "Buy gear, and pay me back whenever." And the first thing I did was I am paying this man like in less than a week. He gave me I think like a hundred mil, which again isn't that like you know what I mean. And yeah. relatively now, yeah. but like still, it's a significant amount. Like I don't want to owe anyone anyone G any GP at any point. So. I remember I bought Vorkath gear, and all I did, I was a Vorkath slave. <laughs> For a week, I, I just, it didn't take me that long, actually, but yeah. I just kept killing Vorkath until I could pay him off. I think I paid him off in, like, five days, so. But, yeah, he he's he's been a positive figure in terms of me getting into RuneScape for the right reasons. I met him because he used to be in solitary as an iron. He got hacked. And he lost all his shit. So he de-ironed that account. And then he joined some other clan. And I think I was in it. I think it was TE. And I did a tob with him. And we were just immediately just being monkeys with each other in Discord. And we just clicked, right? Like, it's <laughs> like I found one of my spiritual long-lost brothers. Yeah. 
and I think like I proposed to him by getting him like a gold ring or something at the end of the top, <laughs> like I would ski, and then he like dropped it, and then he, you know he's just like. Yeah, you know, just you you know when you do dumb stuff like that yeah. when you with someone you just click with. Yeah. So he eventually when I got banned, but I suppose I should hurry it up. By the time I got banned, he, it was essentially just like Arco was like, "Well, this is your chance, make an iron." And I woke up, I was banned. Four four hours later, I was already making an iron, following Osiris like to the T, and just ready to grind. I mean. I'll be honest, for a week, two weeks, who wouldn't be sad, right? Like, yeah. this is an account. I know it's a main, oh, blah, 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 and it wasn't maxed, and I I was I was still very deeply in love with that account at the yeah. time, and it, it hurts, right, when you put any amount of dedication or time or joy into something, and it's just taken away from you. Yep. For, like, I can understand, like, look, and again, I didn't deny that I... I didn't do the most kosher things before, but I didn't do what I was banned for. That's what annoys me. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like getting a speeding ticket for going five over. It's like, why? Like, Yeah. But I didn't actually even... I guess it's not, because you're still technically doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah. 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 So I was really agitated, but eventually I just started grinding. That's how I got into an iron, to make an iron. And by making an iron, I got into streaming. And the reason why that is, is when I first, you know, started playing again, I, I made a Twitch, I had a Twitch account and I used to watch Pierce Spam stream. That's the first stream I, I used to watch. And I, he hosted me. I, I think I just launched a stream because he was streaming and I saw him streaming and I thought like, why can't I just stream? Never really thought about it like that. Yeah. And so I launched a stream and he hosted me and I got affiliate like the, the, within the first week or the first whatever of be starting streaming but it wasn't serious right it was just me streaming blase and so when i was making my iron i just thought i'm here like <laughs> my original streams the full screen was youtube and where you would have a webcam was my runescape client and i was just blackjacking menafight thugs to 99 right because i followed osiris to the t like i got 99 fishing I I I I went with the 99 thieving route as well. I went, like I went straight for 99 hunter. I went. I tried to make my account. I tried to set my account up for the future. So when I got to PVM, it wasn't lacking. Yeah. And I was. I I was. I spent hours. I I I, I spent like what 12, 14 hours a day playing. And through that, I met you because when you're playing so much, you're on Twitch, and. Well, maybe you're not on Twitch, but I, you have to consume something on the side. You just can't sit there, look at your screen, doing one mindless activity of, yeah, you know, thieving. And so I found your stream, and I think I had a couple Twitch alts at the time, and you were just very sus of me. And I think you <laughs> banned me or something while you were doing Corp. And Exact was there, and Exact basically was like, "Why did you ban Secon?" <laughs> <laughs> Unbanned Secon, free Secon, and then you modded me as a result. And oh uh, and yeah, I guess that's how we got to know each other. And then from that, I started streaming because I was doing one of those dumb streams where I'm just like doing a quest or something, and I'm doing it on my iron. I have nothing else to do. Might as well launch a stream. And you came in, and then you subbed to me. I was like, oh, no. Right? <laughs> and then you gifted subs, and I'm like, oh, no. And then you're like, you better stream tomorrow. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and basically, you're the reason why I started streaming. Because I felt some weird obligation to the fact that you came in there. You subbed. You put your heart. You were actually 
you weren't even at home. You were on mobile. Yeah. You were out with your brother. I was at a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were watching uh, some summer. Was, was it, it a horror film? Yeah. Was it? Uh... Oh, shit. What was it called? Um, so, uh, summer. 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 Yeah. Something like that. What was... Something like that. What's it called? I'll look it up. Fuck. Summer. <laughs> no, I can't think of it. But yeah, it's that like. Uh... I'm looking it up. Shit. Who's the. Pro- Midsummer. Midsummer. There we go. Yeah, I I, ha- I haven't watched that, but I know your brother's really he's in he's in the film industry, yeah. right? So yeah, no, he he really likes so he, he's not actually in the, in the industry, but he's always been okay. into it. That was his that, that was his like degree his film. Okay, but um, yeah, that's yeah. actually funny that you remember that because I clearly remember being on mobile there. Yeah, I remember a lot of odd details. <laughs> I really do. Um, anyways. That was like what? 2019 July? August? August? That was July, I'm almost certain. And that was two years ago. And then I, by September, I was like, okay, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm the streaming thing. And for two months, I took it seriously. And then my wrist broke, did it. And what I mean by that is I was doing every tech manipulation method you could think of. And I was really, again, coming from someone who was a TOB product into like making an iron and getting into whatever, I started falling in love with skilling. There is something so satisfying about seeing yourself actualize goals, right? Yeah. And I got addicted with that XP drop, you know? It's very difficult in life to measure progress yeah. sometimes. And with RuneScape, it makes it very clear. It It's a number. Yep number go burr and you feel good and so i got addicted <laughs> with that and i remember um i was just like yeah you know what i can't wait to max i'm gonna do post max i'm gonna get like I'm, i was i was thinking about like post max goals i was writing i never imagined that this would i would become this dedicated to the game but i remember when i was truly just in cap uh, like infatuated by uh, like every single thing that there was to this game and i had such a pure deep love for the game and i wanted it to succeed right yeah um and then that all came crashing and burning down with uh getting carpal tunnel and yeah that is why i stopped streaming because i will say though my stream is not about me playing the game right i even when i was really deeply embroiled into the the depths of manipulating any tick you can or you know kelvino flicking or learning how to become better in in a pvm situation i hadn't gotten to pvm yet but you know what i mean yeah. i was embroiled in all of that i um i developed carpal tunnel and that i guess sorry i kind of lost my train of thought there um you're just saying yeah that all came crash yeah. like, sorry go ahead yeah no you're just saying that you stopped streaming because of carpal tunnel and yeah, and I, I know my I, stream. I, I will I know just, my stream wasn't about that. Okay, I, sorry, I will just say quickly, like your stream was growing too, and it was cool to see. Like, um, you know, you were getting up to that point where you could have almost like pushed for partner. In my eyes, that's what I saw. <clears throat> and so when yeah. everything kind kind of came crashing down, it was really sad to me to see like you stop streaming and stuff. And I didn't understand the whole like uh, severity of your carpal tunnel and stuff so my hand was a like 
was an appendage that just hung there. It served no purpose for three months. Like, I couldn't use it to drive. I couldn't. It was honestly very frustrating and disheartening and sad. I I don't remember crying. I actually don't cry that much, and I need to cry more because I'm pretty apathetic. Um. Well, I'm pretty apathetic when it comes to negative emotions. I just don't feel anything when it's negative, when it's when it could be negative, I suppose. Yeah. I'm I love again, like I said, I'm a passionate person. Anything I get into, I want to delve into. And I don't know. I'm into knives as well. I'm into cooking. So when I I remember I was sharpening a knife and I barely could sharpen it. Right. Because I just had to do like a yeah. Um. I just had to do a quick run on a high grit level just to get the, some sheen and some uh, a straighter edge to it. Just like a quick quick touch up, but I was struggling with that. And then when I started cutting vegetables, I couldn't hold the knife. Like it just fell out of my hand. Oh my God. And I started dropping things, right? Like I remember trying to bring coffee up to my uh, my like gaming room, my office area at that time at that house and just fell out of my hand. And I just didn't know what, like how was how this falling out of my hand? So... It it was just genuinely like this useless appendage that just hung from the side of my body for like two, three months. And I had it splinted 24-7. Um, yeah, so that was really difficult. And I, I don't really know if I was ready for the push to partner or whatever you want to call it. Because again, like I think I, we talked extensively at that time, and I'm sure you know. But I didn't, uh, I don't ever, when I stream, look at my numbers at all. I have my viewers always That's crazy to me, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't care how many people in there. I'm gonna put on a show if it's just me and me and one person. Well, that's right? a good mindset. I just I can't understand not looking at the numbers. It's too addicting. Like it's it's like it's just natural numbers to just go burn me happy. You just yeah. need to see it. Like yeah, regardless if it it's down or up, you just need to see what it. If, what if you're having a great stream, right? Well, maybe like again, every individual is different. For my person, I, I think I'd. I think if I was having a great stream and I had, like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, let's say I have, like, 40 viewers or something. I'm having a great stream and that number, I don't know, for some reason goes down to five or something. I'd be like, oh, no, it ruined my stream. <laughs> yeah, but no. But, no it's, I, it's the a, only it's thing that I care about is people talking in my chat. And that's something, yeah. you know, you now can that, tell. That's respectable. And that's what it should yeah. be. And so that's the, that is the problem with looking at statistics live. But... At the same yeah. time, you can – I don't know. It's its almost – It can also enhance it. I mean, like, look, everyone's different. For yep. me, that's just what I do, right? Yep. And I'm not going to suggest other people follow suit. I just know for my individual that that's what works. Yeah. It keeps me, keeps me more happy, I suppose. That's good. I think, you know, the biggest element of streaming that I think people don't really recognize of being difficult is the mental torture of putting yourself out there day in, day out, and how you can catch yourself even – you were talking about a clip two years ago – that you can't watch because it just makes you cringe. Like that has a toll, right? <laughs> yeah. And every interaction that you have, that has a toll. And the time it comes, streaming is less. I mean, I try to make it as much about this as I can. I struggle. I, I know I should be doing more if I actually want to take it seriously. I, I don't really know if I want to take it seriously right now. That's kind of the issue for me. But what happens is you spend a lot of time preparing for a stream, right? People don't really realize that. Well, it depends on what your stream is, I suppose. Like, you true. can spend a lot of time thinking about being creative for your stream and bringing something new. 
but time adds up. It's it's much more difficult than people think. I think it's much more about the mental mental difficulties, at least for me, from my experience. But yeah, so I, my wrist broke and it did. And I was, at that time, I was actually, I was hanging out with Casey a lot. So all I did while my wrist was broken was uh, <laughs> I had my splint on. I started using a trackball in my left hand because my right hand was the one that's hurting. Okay. And I, I had 99 crafting banked. So I just got 99 crafting. Um, and I remember talking to Casey uh, on Discord like the whole time. Like we'd spend 18. Because Casey just... Wasn't he doing leagues? My wrist, he was doing yeah, leagues, he, right? Yeah. Time. So he was pulling like 40-hour sessions, which kids... <laughs> fucking like, gamer. He did that back to back to back. <laughs> like, he's he such was, a gamer, man. Dude, I love Casey. I know. Okay? He's... he's he, in my eyes, Casey is first to all pets. You can't change my mind. You can't. Like, he deserved first to all pets more than anyone else. That man is just categorically unfucking lucky and yeah. unlucky at the worst things. Yep. He went dry for Dark Core. He went dry for Bloodhound, obviously. He went dry for KQ back when KQ was a fucking grind. He went, uh, he went dry for. Pretty much everything, man. Let's let's just keep it honest. Like he went dry for the rune crafting pet as well, bloodhound right? Bloodhound alone dry... was like even if nothing else had happened, that bloodhound alone was the thing that made it categorically just so. He unlucky. still doesn't have BA pet, and he's like nineteen hundred gambles as well. Uh, and like yeah, sure, and he's that's not even two times right. Yeah, like that man is just so unlucky. He went dry on the worst grinds. But yeah, I was talking to Casey a lot. He's a great friend and. I was hanging out into Discord, and I just got 99 crafting in that time. But I couldn't stream, even though I guess what I was thinking of when I lost my train of thought is my stream is not about me playing the game, even though I was very embroiled into everything about the game. Um, but I still just couldn't find it in me to stream because, like, what am I going to do? Sit there and use my limp left hand, uh, my 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 limp right hand, or use my left hand to try and pull up a YouTube video and make some dumb comments about it and react to it? Yeah, which apparently people like. People really like me for my react stuff. But it just didn't feel right to me, you know? And I maybe – I don't really necessarily regret that at all. I just didn't know what to do in that situation. I think the, if I took streaming seriously, the right thing would have been to do – would have been to just, you know, branch out, start reacting to YouTube videos. Yeah. Something like that. Play chess. Yeah. It's – But it was so difficult because another thing is right now my wrist hurts still, right? Yeah. And it's constant pain consistent constant what is it called Re reoccurring there's some type of pain i can't i always blank on words at moments and this is one of them for sure uh, consistent and constant pain nagging pain is one of the worst things you can deal with it it's always ever present it's always there to distract you and it just it's just, it's like having a thorn in the side of your back right it's just always there what caused so, the carpal tunnel initially? Was it like a buildup of things? Like, did you see it coming? Or is like, I don't... Um... It happened in two days, eh? So, yeah, I mean, I had some wrist pain yeah. here and there, but I did my stretches. You know, I yeah. thought I was fine. But where I really fucked up is with leagues. So I did three tick cutty on the first day for like... I don't know how many hours, but I remember grinding up to that point and just doing an excessive amount of three tick cutty, three tick cutty fishing. 
and my wrist was hurting and I played through it and I woke up and my wrist killed and I promised people that I'd go live. Uh, and so I went live and I did three tick cutty and <laughs> I was actively just going through the pain for hours. And after that day, my wrist has never been the same. Fuck. It took two days. It took two days and I, my wrist just, it did like, I don't know. It was so crazy to me that I couldn't, I couldn't conceptualize it. Like I put myself through so much pain in those two days and fought through it. And I think this is where I went wrong, right? Cause I played a lot of sports in high school. There's a bad thing that you're taught. Just play through the pain. Yeah. Right. And I've always been that gritty type of player. So I had a, I had a lot of like little nagging injuries that I just played through and never really truly have suffered the consequences of them yet. Like, actually I, I have a pretty bad knee issue and, my whole the whole right side of my body is fucked so i have carpal tunnel on my right wrist and then i have i've fractured my right wrist five times i've rolled my ankle is that what caused it it, do you think like all those fractures over i actually got a i when i talked to my orthopedic surgeon he said that it could have been a reason why i'm predisposed predisposed to having carpal tunnel because my the 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 bones could have uh, reattached or grown in a certain way that it's narrowed the tunnel that the median nerve is running through. Mm. So it's automatically like any inflammation will like basically you're narrowing the pathway. Any inflammation is that much more detrimental. And with carpal tunnel, it's, it's not fully known what causes it. RSI hasn't been proven to necessarily cause carpal tunnel. Some people believe you may just have a predisposition for it at a certain age, but Interesting. obviously it's, it's apparent that, you know, RSI may be a leading cause and, you know, but one theory is if you have a catastrophic injury in the area, so me playing those two days, that sparks a, a lot of inflammation. It's it's like this self-feeding type situation. Because there's inflammation, it hurts. And because it like because it's putting pressure on the area, there's like other things are getting inflamed. And since those other things are getting inflamed, it's gonna inflame the original reason that much more. So it's just it like keeps feeding itself, you know? There's inflammation in the area during for one section of the muscle group or uh, well, you know, whatever. And it'll cause like a chain reaction where inflammation just becomes self-feeding. So it can't, you need to cut the loop somewhere. Right. Yeah. And it also starts causing damage that makes it more likely to get infamed again. So yeah, that's what happened. And then intermittently I'd stream here and there, you know, you'd host me, Will would host me. I'd still put on some streams through the years, but then I just kind of got known as the guy who had his wrist broke to date and he quit the game and blah, 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 carpal tunnel Andy. And it's very interesting. It's an experience going from someone who is so captivated by the game to just not being able to do it anymore. eh? I don't even really play it anymore. Um, Thankfully, I had a lot of... The reason why I stuck around, though, and the reason I wanted to get into this at some point, the best part about RS is most definitely its community. And that's kind of why I stuck around. I guess why I'm back because regardless of me not playing the game, I wanted to be a part of this community and stay a part of this community because it has so many positive attributes, be it like me hanging out with, with Casey, me hanging out with you, me hanging out with church, that being like Adam Dean, um, uh craig ash you know case all those boys be at me hanging out with the will boys right um 
you know it's weird i don't really want to forget people but you're i'm going to so i i have been trying to hesitate not to say names yeah now i I know what you mean but like you know j mac token amazing all those boys um as soon as you start shouting out there's no stopping yeah because you have to like you don't want to leave anyone out (laughs) no my issue is i feel like i'm just friends with everyone i try to be right yeah and yeah the community is definitely one of the most positive attributes about this game so that's why i've stuck around of I've become less about the game than I previously was. You know, I'm I'm less. I'm less. I, I stopped consuming. The best way to put it is I stopped consuming content from people like Port Cazard or something, right? Yeah. And now I just I'm much more casual. So. Yeah, that, I guess that's the rundown of me and streaming. And I just came back like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, because. So- yeah, I found myself in a spot where I kind of have this opportunity to do spend some time to build, to see if my community is still alive, see if people still want to watch me stream. And I said, why not? Right. Because I want to live my life and lead my life in a way that I have a lot of opportunities. And I don't think necessarily maybe streaming does become something for me. It doesn't, I don't really care. All I know is I enjoy doing this I'm, and I'm going to do it. And regardless of where my career path and my education takes me in the future, be it I finish my Juris Doctorate at some point, be it I finish my computer science degree, be it I get embroiled into insurance again or real estate again or, uh, you know, become a notary. Like, there, I have so many opportunities. I've done so many things. Um, I don't really care what direction my exterior life takes me socially or whatever. I genuinely hope that streaming is a part of it and not in a, not in a sense that, oh, um... I'm just streaming for the boys. I There's something about... Well, I guess I am still streaming for the boys, but there's something about putting on a curated show almost, trying to entertain people that I just love, 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 right? And I don't want that to change. I want to keep this hobby that is streaming. And if it becomes something, it'll be there. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't really care. So, so six months ago, you had <clears throat> sent me a letter, which was very thoughtful of you. Oh, yeah. And you sent a bunch of people a letter, I think. Um, yeah, and it was kind of you just saying like I'm gonna be gonna be taking a break from the community, uh, or just you know just taking a break from like RuneScape in general and like Twitter and stuff like that, and kind of focusing more on IRL. Well, that's the that's the impression I got. Okay, and so I don't I, know. I can understand that. Yeah, and so I'm just curious, like, because like I I've always known you've enjoyed streaming and stuff. I just I'm just curious, like, what what keeps you coming back and, like, uh, I don't so know. So my intentions were never to leave when I sent that letter. Yeah. It was just, I was at a point in my life where I just wanted to thank people and appreciate people and, you know, send love and positivity and energy. Oh, damn, dude, I sound like some weird pothead, hippie pothead <laughs> right now. But no, I just genuinely wanted to show appreciation for the people in my life who have been influential or who I've been friends with or whatever the case is, right? Because you lose friendships through time, Yep. right? There may, it, it, it very well could have been a possibility that I don't be a part of this community going forward, right? It, it's, I didn't know where life would take me at the crossroads I was at. And I just wanted to reach out and say, hey man, I'm glad I got to know you. And I'm thankful for like, I don't know, everything that you taught me and all the experiences that we shared. And I just wanted to put that out there. That's why I wrote that letter. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm leaving. See ya. Yeah. No, it, it just sounded like, like you're yeah. just taking a break. That's what it sounded like. And it may kind of moving on a little bit, but you're going to keep in touch. 
Possibly. Because, I, yeah. Again, I, I do things in the moment. I I don't really actually remember what I wrote, but I it came from the heart, you know? Yeah. No, it was nice. And, yeah. But so I guess I kind of – the reason I even brought that up is because like – Can I also mention it was a handwritten letter. It wasn't like an email or something. Yeah, it was, it was a nice letter that was sent to my – address monk s because it, i don't know <laughs> i think it's more no actually i don't want to get into that never mind yeah. go ahead what no I, I would the reason i brought that whole thing up uh was just you coming back to streaming um you know after giving it a few shots and like obviously for things that were out of your control basically like the re- reasons you had to stop like i guess like i don't know how to phrase this exactly but like what keeps you coming back and like is just streaming okay. something that you just gravitate towards. It's like, it's just, I don't even know how to phrase this question, but I know I, it, it's, yeah. it. Okay. I understand what you're saying. and I understand what you're putting down for me. Quite simply, I enjoy doing it, it on a completely hedonistic level on a base level. It gives me joy. It gives me pleasure. And I can't necessarily explain why that is, but when I, for the pleasure aspect, right? Um, well, I suppose I can, I, I really love the instant feedback that you get. I love the aspect of connecting with people. I've always been a very social, social person and I love interacting with other people. I love the concept of bringing, you know, joy to other people. I love the concept of, you know, having laughs and shitting on the boys with other, you know what I mean? It just feels, it feels like it feels very fulfilling to entertain someone and I don't that's just a natural part of who I am right yeah it feels very fulfilling to interact with people actively and I don't know possibly bring joy to someone's life or affect someone more positively and that's kind of why I do it right I, I I do it because I enjoy the people and I enjoy interacting with people and I enjoy entertaining that's the best thing that I can best way i can describe it okay i want to cover a topic uh on twitter we haven't even touched i mean we have touched twitter topics we just haven't directly said it but we've actually covered a lot of the things already but this is something coming from troll troll rage he asks do you agree that mental illness is more prevalent in the runescape player base compared to other player other game player bases if so, why do you think RuneScape attracts these types of people? Or do you think there's some sort of reverse causation? If not, do you think that it appears to be more prevalent because of the diminished social stigma in a more tightly knit community? Or do you believe um, not for some other reason? So there's a lot of questions in there. Yeah. Uh, prevalence compared to other player bases. I'm not a mathematician or a statistician. I think that's the best way to say it. Is statistician the correct pronunciation, actually? What? Um, is statistician the correct pronunciation? Do you know? <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I think it is. Anyways. Okay, maybe it is. Um, yo, chat, is that right? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can see, like, just from a completely, like, unfounded um non like non numerically based level i can understand why it might be i think that might just ha- happen to be a quality of mmos i think yeah i think, I think it's alludes- like the addiction like the uh, like 
the escapism, right? Yeah. Because yeah. You, we, we've – in these games, the world is so expansive that it's much more easy. I'm not saying you can't escape with Call of Duty or something, right? You can build your own community and your world within that game, I'm sure. I mean, I used to play a lot of it as a child, unfortunately. But um, I think with MMOs, it's much more prevalent. It has the potential to be much more prevalent just because of the aspect of how expansive the world may be. Do I think it is more prevalent? I think it's an MMO thing, not necessarily a RuneScape thing. Yeah, I don't thing. think it's a RuneScape thing either. I, I definitely think it's an MMO thing. Yeah. Um, so if so, do you, do you think RuneScape attracts these types of people? Well, possibly, right? When you when you are in a down state, because mental illness is very expansive, right? There's many things that people don't understand that are just basic parts of, and it's not bad to label yourself or say, "Oh no, I have depression" or whatever, or have some sort of mental illness. It's like having a body like body issue, right? Like, oh, my wrist hurts. Yeah, your your your, your thinking patterns or the the neurochemistry, your brain soup, as I like to call it just might not be um, conducive to putting you in the most in the healthiest state of uh, healthiest state of mind that you possibly could be right and your thinking patterns could use a little bit of development as well and that's not necessarily a negative thing I definitely do want to say that um, is there do, does it does runescape necessarily attract people who have mental illness <sighs> I think it's not really an attraction. It just you kind of stumble upon it, right? Like you find yourself with a lot of time on your hands, at least when I'm mentally ill. Well, when I'm dealing more with my depression, I should say. I'm trying to find the right words, really, because it is a serious topic and I don't really want to misspeak. So if I do, I'm sorry for everyone out there. Um, when I find myself depressed personally, I guess I'll talk about my personal experience, right? Rather than try and think about how what other maybe other people might be dealing with it. Let me, let I me, let me just briefly just bring up that question because um, Lopsy okay. actually kind of goes into that, so we'll cover kind of two at once. But he says, "What was the realizing point when you sought out help for depression?" And then, how many therapists did you see before you found one that actually helped you progress? And okay, I'll tie that in. Yeah, he has two other things, but yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what was the process in your head to rule out other therapists, and did you ever regret going to therapy? So I guess we'll okay. kind of just cover the whole depression topic. Yeah. So for me in mental health, I first got a note from my doctor and a prescription for benzodiazepines. Um, what was it? I forget which one in specific. Um, in grade – I think I first got labeled to have anxiety actually in grade t uh grade 10 and then grade 11 I dropped out and I didn't have depression at that time according to whatever my doctor um but he gave me a prescription for Ativan which is I forget which benzodiazepine I remember the 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 brand name I don't remember the generic unfortunately but that was so I could write my exams I would take one write the exam right and that's kind of a purpose that they can serve Actually, I don't want to get distracted by this. I'm very passionate about um, the, the the palliative nature of the mental health pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical area for, for mental health, right? And how palliative it is and how it's not really conducive to uh, positive growth. It's more con conducive to becoming dependent. 
be it physically or mentally, on medications, be that benzodiazepines or SSRIs or SNRIs. And I'm not saying they don't serve a purpose, but I just think, anyways. Um, in grade 9 or gra- yeah, grade 10, I, I got labeled with anxiety. Grade 11, I dropped out. And at that point, my parents were telling me to s- just go see a therapist. And I just didn't want to. And I think that's a big hang-up with with depression that a lot of people have in therapy in specific, you shouldn't go to a therapist if you don't want to. If you're not ready to deal with your problems, then you're just not ready and that's not a bad thing. Like, I don't know how else to put it, right? Like you have to be in a positive space to actually want change. And that's fine to say like, yeah, I want to change... I want to be in a happier state of mind. I want to be a happier place in life, but I don't have the energy right now to make the big leap of going to therapy. But what little things do I have the energy for? And if I don't, that's fine as well. But I'm going to try and wait to see when I can even take a moment to t- to take care of self-care. I'll give you an extreme example, and it involves me. I have extreme depressive episodes. So I've dropped out of uh, high school twice, and I still finish before everyone. And then I've had extreme depressive episodes in, in, through university as well. And what I end up doing is I just sleep. I sleep 19, 20 hours a day. I get up to shower. I stop taking care of myself. I stop brushing my teeth. I get up to shower maybe once every three, four days. Um, Just stay in bed. And thank God I haven't had that for a long time now. But I remember when I just kept having it every every couple years, every year, every other year. And... I just wasn't ready at many times to seek therapy. So to to wrap it in, to wrap in the question of when was the first time? Grade 10, when I was first like labeled with it. That's the first time I also saw a therapist. I actually saw a psychologist. And a psychologist is a bit different. They have uh they have more they have more more training essentially. They're they're more knowledgeable about not necessarily even like I feel like a counselor is more in tune with just talking to you on a human level, and a psychologist also understands the neurochemistry that might be in play. Um, yeah, that wasn't a great experience, and so I never really found a good therapist until three times in. So it took me three attempts, and I know Lopsy also asked the question of like, how do you find the right therapist? I think you know, at first, it's very daunting, you know, to first go see someone. And I commend, there is still a positive quality of me just being forced to see a therapist, right? Like it introduced the idea and the thought in my mind that I can go see a therapist and I can go seek therapy. But the person that I saw wasn't positive, but the idea of it was, right? And it planted that I can try and go and try this avenue to better myself at a certain point. Um, So... What it takes to find the right therapist is just what it takes to find the right friend. Like it's it's not like therapy is this awkward conversation that you're having with someone and it's very like regimented and it doesn't naturally flow. It's not like that at all. It's just going to speak to a friend almost. And it's different though because they're very knowledgeable about seeking and seeing certain attributes and qualities that you've normalized and you just think that are part part of your normal daily structure and routine and habits and they'll 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 you know they'll take note of it and they'll bring it up at the right times when they feel that you're ready to deal with a certain issue so finding the right therapist is just like finding the right friend 
you'll know in like the first two, three sessions. And if you're not vibing, that's fine. And they don't take offense, nor should you in telling them, Hey, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just going to seek someone else. Or can I seek someone else within your practice? Because I just don't really like, you you know, I'm sure you're fine. And they get that. You don't even need to say that. Like, I just want to see someone else. Thank you for (laughs) trying it. Like, that's gotta be kind of awkward though. I mean, it can be, it can be daunting for sure, but I'm if you're a professional, you've dealt with this yeah. before and you're not going to hold a good therapist would never. And I'm any therapist, I'm sure would never be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're not coming back to see me. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, this is a part of some people can connect with others and yeah. some people can't. Like, I'll give you an example. I can't connect with a male therapist at all. I was raised really? by four women. Yeah, I was raised by four women and I've never had a positive male role model in my life. Right. Wow. Um, I don't I, Can I go on a bit of a tangent here? Yeah, go for it. I it's suppose. a Sebe cast. So I, it's really difficult for me because I'm trying to answer all these questions and I, I want to answer them. And I keep thinking about how I can answer as many questions as I can with the rant that I'm going. So, but I'm just going to go where it goes. So my father was and is actively an alcoholic. He was abusive and I was raised seeing myself beat, my sisters beat and my mother beat. And I've touched on this before, but we were very well off and very affluent. So I don't know. My mother necessarily probably didn't care because I'm not saying this is a negative quality to my mother. I love her to death. I just think that, no, I'm not going to say it like that. There's many reasons why you don't want to leave abuse. I should say, sorry. Um, And you can also be, there's also this weird thing where you start to love your abuser. So, and my mom also, like, you're dealing with so many things. I, I don't hold this against her, and I don't know why I brought it up like that. I think recently I just had a conversation with my mother where she highlighted something that was a bit interesting. Um, but, yeah, I remember growing up with a lot of abuse, and I didn't think it was that bad until later in my life. And I still don't. I don't. I feel relatively unscathed about it. Like, I'm, I wouldn't change a thing. I'd repeat that stuff all over again. Because it taught me a lot and it made me the person who I am. And I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so empowered. Like, look at me. I'm saying that and just genuinely like it grounded me and it gave me a good basis of who not to be. So my my, fa- my father was a role model in the sense that you don't want to be this guy. So do everything not to be this guy. So I remember nights where I was driving with my sister. Like my, I was in the backseat. I'm a kid, like seven or eight. And my, my old, I have two older sisters. I grew. Uh, I was raised by a nanny at one point, and for like eight years in my earlier years. But I remember my older sister was sitting in the front. Uh, I think it was like a, it was like one of the first Mercedes SUVs that came out. I was sitting in the back seat. Sorry, I like cars, <laughs> and my dad was just swerving and purposefully trying to scare my sister. And then another memory I have is. Like I'm on the phone with my uh, with my my younger sister, and she's in my she's with my father. And my dad's drunk driving, and she's crying. Uh, she's crying and calling me, and I'm in like grade six or seven at the time, and I'm on the phone in a car with my mom trying to find them. Right. Yeah. And I actively hear them get into a car accident. Oh my god. And we're like two blocks away, so I drive up to the scene, and my sister's winded. And my dad is nowhere to be found. He's actually fled. Oh, my God. And, yeah. And I remember going to the car that he T-boned and ran the red through. It was like a PT cruiser with a child in the back. 
and parents in the front and I remember seeing in the hospital and I just wanted to say sorry but I didn't also like even at that age I knew like maybe someone just needs their space maybe you don't approach them and say hey like sorry for my fuckhead of a dad yeah so he escaped because he didn't want to get charged with a DUI right yeah because if you flee the scene it's so fucked the way DUIs currently work and from my knowledge maybe I'm incorrect at that time at least uh if you get a DUI, it's actually not even that big of a deal, unfortunately. Like, you can still keep your license and keep driving. Like, there's some streamer in the RS section who I'm not going to name. But he has multiple DUIs. And I don't know how he still has his license. But, yeah, so my dad fled the scene. I saw him getting arrested. He was out. He had a lot of political connections at that point. So he was out within an hour or so. And he never faced any sort of legal, legal pre- repercussion for it. So... Yeah, that was my dad, and that that kind of influenced me to be the antithesis of whatever he was. Yeah, and um, I've kind of lost my train of thought. Like, what was I originally talking about before I went into this rant? Um, I guess it was we were uh, about it was stemmed off a question off therapy. Yeah, yeah. So, so you said you can have a male therapist. Yeah, male therapist. Thank you. So that's kind of why, right? And you you slowly learn to discover these things about yourself. And so just to make it less serious and get back on topic a little bit, um, that there's a reason why I don't like male therapists, right? Well, I don't vibe with male therapists. Yeah. It's because I've never really been able to have a positive role, male role model in my life. So it and again, when I go to therapy or when I was finding my most recent therapist, um, I, when I was looking at their website, they offer the, like, if you go to a practice, there's like 20, there's 20, maybe 30, maybe three, um, people who work in a practice together and you get a choice and you can usually approach them and say, these are, this is what I'm struggling with. Who is best tailored to deal with this? And then you can tell them your preferences. Like, I don't feel comfortable speaking with, uh, male therapists. Like I prefer female therapists. I just connect to them better. And again, I've had therapy. I've, I've gone to therapy where I've just been in the middle. I've been like, look, this isn't working. Like I'm going to pay you for the session, obviously, but I just, I want to see someone else in your practice. And they're like, okay. So uh, when I, when I say I've, I've had three therapists, that's more long-term. Two of them were was people I very much so connected with, but I've had a lot more where I just went in for a few sessions and I just didn't enjoy. And the reason why that was, was, um mostly location because i moved around a bit so i had to find a new therapist so for somebody looking for a therapist because I've, I've honestly been uh um interested in like seeing a therapist myself and i was i think the reason it even got brought up in the first place because i don't i don't necessarily struggle with depression uh or like anything really serious honestly but I feel like it would be really good to talk to a professional regardless. And the, it was actually brought up by my dad, which is interesting because my dad, when uh, I really look up to my dad. So I've, I've been blessed to have positive male role models in my life. But like yeah. when I saw him after two years of not seeing him, then he sees me like after my whole like, you know, streaming thing has yeah. happened. And <laughs> I don't know how he Your felt. Your dad also that. subs to you, eh? Yeah, like my, dad subs, my dad primes to me every month. And uh, now he's a king. 
but uh no uh he was just talking about like getting a therapist and stuff and it's it seems like overwhelming kind of is there anything you could say to somebody that is kind of looking for a therapist but doesn't even know where to start so i've helped a couple people like come to like they've come to me and they're like hey how do i find a therapist yeah and i think it's just googling for me right uh, again, it's so different because if you live in a different area, your your local uh, your local government will give you different resources. And the reason why I say government is because therapy is expensive. Right now, I'm paying for it out of pocket, and there's a lot of coverage that you can get. If you're in school, you're pretty much like if you go to university, you're probably pretty much covered. So you can go through university to find a therapist. If not, you can go to a local uh, government website to first check out what insurance you have what coverage you might get if you have if you and the reason even if you have insurance you should still go to a government website because you can get uh extended coverage on top of your insurance from any workplace or any school or whatever the case may be but you can also go through your insurance directly and be like hey what people do you cover and see the list of um i don't know therapists or practices that they have right yeah and I, it's very daunting for sure, but I would go through that and I would research um, each clinic you find that is, you know, reasonably located, like closely located to you that you feel comfortable going with. And then furthermore, when you go to their website and you interact with any of uh, the, the, the description. So usually when you seek out a therapist, you'll eventually be brought to a page like their website and on that website. Each clinician, each therapist, each uh, even the administrative team or like a psychologist, maybe if they have psychiatrists, I doubt that they have psychiatrists, but they'll have a description of who they are, what their passions are about therapy and what they feel equipped to treat and what they personally feel passionate about treating. Mm. And... I would just read through that and see if you connect with anyone. It's almost like it's almost like e-dating. It's like uh, going on Tinder. It's like yeah, swipe right, swipe left. But whatever, if you if you if you swipe right, like they, they'll respond. You know, they won't. Wait, is it left or right? I actually don't it's remember. Swipe right. Yeah, no, it's right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you swipe right, they'll <laughs> respond. So all the people out there struggling, you know, like swipe right on a therapist. At least they'll respond. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so once you find someone that you can somewhat connect with, you can say outright even to the clinic, like, hey, I'm interested in this person. They're like, all right, when when can we set you up? Or you can go to a clinic where you find that overall the overarching theme of what they describe at that clinic is something that you feel like covers what you're into. Okay. Um, then, yeah, you just go to them. You go through the administrative team. They'll put you in touch. So my, for previously, I'll explain what happened with me. I my therapist didn't feel equipped to deal with the issues that I was having and the issues that I having were particularly about like I don't know I'm a bit of a freak okay I think it's well known <laughs> I'm like one of the original coomers in the RS section we got some I'm questions made, about that I made ignoble solid okay all you ignoble <laughs> freaks out there I made that man all right I, no <laughs> Um, yeah, one of the original coomers in the RS section and I, I'm a pretty big like I'm into some freaky shit right and my therapist didn't feel well equipped to deal with it. So she's like, hey, let me find you. And this is my therapist I've had for like six years now, seven years. Because I left the area and I came back. And since I was back in the area, I saw her again. Um, 
she's like, I'm not well equipped to deal with this, but I'll help you connect with a therapist or a psychologist or a counselor who's, who is. So she gave me a bunch of resources uh, that she, she gave me links to contact these people and I just researched them and I chose the right, I chose the practice. And when I went to the practice, I filled out a form about what I'm here for. And they called me back and they had like a 30 minute over the interview over the phone about what my issues are and what I'd like to focus on and like who I connect with and stuff like that. And then the next day they, they recommended me, they sent me an email with a, a list of recommendations from like 30 odd clinicians that they had or like therapists. And I chose from one of them and it was, it's been great and it continues to be great. So uh, the reason why I bring in, bring up insurance though, is because any way you can mediate the cost is obviously just going to be a positive quality. Yeah. So might check through your insurance, check through your government because your government will offer, um, resources as well to find someone. And that's also to say like therapy is great and I don't disregard it, but there's also other things you can look into if you're not ready for therapy. Yeah. I want to touch on one thing you said that, um, you know, you, you have some sort of. You know, you don't outright, you're saying you don't outright have depression or I, I, I don't phys- uh, specifically remember what you were saying, You but you deal with some issues, right? And yeah, just I would like to, one, I guess I would like to almost see life in a different, uh, I, I think I'm like really uh, like close my like not close minded, but I just feel like I don't have enough like uh, open mindedness to a lot of new things and stuff, so. So it's interesting help. that people like because I think you'd actually really enjoy therapy because I think therapy I is not just because not just to um therapy is not just because oh I'm in crisis mode right now I'm yeah. very depressed or I'm very suicidal or I'm I'm very anxious or I I have agoraphobia or I hate the way I look in the mirror or you know any of those like infinite things yeah it is just. I don't know how to tackle something in my mind right now. Like everyone and every every individual, if they go to therapy and they find the right therapist, they will benefit from it. And therapy is not just for crisis. Therapy is not just for – it's like going to your – you go to a GP to get your body checked up, right? Like, oh, like do my blood work or, yeah. hey, how's the heart looking? Why, why don't people do the same with their brain? Yeah. Why don't people do the same with their thought patterns? That's all it is. And it's actually really fun because you know how like sometimes previously we used to talk about. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, 
things that you can't really address with other people. Yeah. You can say whatever the fuck you want in therapy, man. Yeah. Like, no, that's another to, really nice thing. You, if you need to just invent something out or have a like, like, look, we live in a very troubled time right now in the sense that I'm just going to outright come out there and say it. You can't really speak your mind sometimes. And I'm not saying go out and offend people, but sometimes just having a conversation to become educated is frowned upon. Um, like actively what I've been dealing with, with my therapists, uh, I have no issue really being out there about it is I don't really see worth in myself as a partner. So I, when I like in public recently, I've had a couple opportunities where people have been hitting on me and they've asked for my number and stuff, or I've, I've even asked for people's number. But for me, it's so difficult to conceptualize myself in a relationship right now because I feel like I have no value or worth. And I know that sounds extreme, but it's just because of my past relationship, which happened like three, four years ago. But I just don't feel valuable, right? And when uh, one thing that I've been addressing in therapy, though, is because I've been out of, in a way, the game for so long, even though I still kind of loosely played it, it, it feels so different than when I was younger and I would just approach a girl and be like, hey, I found you, like, you know, I, th I felt like that we connected or you're, you're very, you know, you seem like you're very, I don't know, interesting or whatever the case may be. Like, hey, do you want to get a drink? I don't feel, I don't know if I'm allowed to do that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. And I know that may seem so basic, but like, let's say I'm at, uh, I'm in a social situation. Like I'm, at, I mean, I'm at Starbucks and I, I'm talking to someone in the line and like, I don't want to offend and encroach on anyone just having their day. I don't want anyone to feel sexualized. Like, oh, yeah. to me, the only thing that you possess or the only value you have is either if we date and we have sex or if it's just a one-night stand or whatever. No, it's just, I found you interesting. Do you want to go out? And I don't know if that's socially acceptable anymore, right? And it feels very difficult right now to... I remember I struggled even vocalizing that to my therapist, right? I felt like such a, yeah. like a degenerate, like... I can't believe I'm sexualizing women and I, even though I'm like attracted to them and I, and I'm not yeah. saying that I, you like, look, cat calling is fucked. Yeah. Like, that's just weird. Right. But it, it's, it's difficult sometimes for people to ask questions to be educated about yep. it. I'm not saying people come out of the womb perfect. And like, look, I've probably made people uncomfortable in my life. I don't deny it. But that was never my intention. And the only way I can learn is either by asking questions. Well, like, yeah, is by asking questions and being socially inept, socially adept and learning through that, right? And yeah. by preventing people from talking about these things, sometimes I feel like maybe it makes it too taboo to the point where it's destructive. Like, I feel weird approaching someone who I'm in a social situation with because I don't want to sexualize them. I don't want them to feel like just a piece of meat. Because yeah. they're not, right? I'm interested in them as a person. Yep. Yeah, no, it's... So, yeah, that's my little rant about that. We we have two... Uh, Ignoble Solid and Ari Slash. Two uh, pretty big things I want to touch on that they've asked. For sure. So, Ignoble has a few things. We've covered a, a few of them. But one of the things he's asking that I kind of want to get into is... Uh, um. Well, the first thing I can already kind of guess is like, what brings you, what keeps bringing you back to the uh, RS community and stuff? And the, he's asking like, is it the community or is it the game? And I can already say it's the community. So we've already kind of covered that. 
The other thing he says is who has influenced you most as a streamer or just streamers in general that have, uh, I guess, influenced you. And then also just a chess meme. How, what's it like being sub 100 EO? <laughs> you know what the really funny thing is about that? Yeah. So when I started playing chess in December of pre- this, this, this past December, this previous December, um, it was like my first two days playing chess. Like I, I genuinely didn't play before. Like I knew how the pieces moved, but I never <laughs> played like at all. Right. Yeah. And Ignoble was like, oh man, we should play. You know, I've taken chess lessons. Oh God. I was like, okay, like that's pretty cool. And me and PSAX, PSAX and I were playing a lot and we were like training with each other almost, even though we're, we were just like, we just started playing. Right. And Ignoble is like flexing his big cock. Well, tiny cock, let's be real. But he's flexing his cock. He's like, yeah, man, I've taken chess lessons. And I dumpstered him for like four games in a row. Damn. Set the fuck down. And he's beat me like once or twice. And I've beat him multiple times. And it's interesting. If he's calling me sub 100 ELO, somehow this man is in the negative. I didn't even. <laughs> he's broken the ELO system. <laughs> So okay. uh, to what, what keeps bringing me back though, the community, I mean, that's a pretty simple one. I'm so intertwined with so many people and I've built so many great friendships like, um, come boy, right? Yep. I've known come boy since let to streams. I miss let to, by the way, shout out to let to yeah. come back. I do. Miss um, him. his TOV streams for something else. Eh? He's just a, you know, fu- he was a funny guy. He didn't it man a few words. I feel like, but he's funny as fuck. He, he had the best he had such great humor and it was so dry yeah like his delivery was so dry and people like if you don't get it you don't get it right it's like rendy's humor rendy is also very dry um and sometimes people don't get that like stoic dry i don't know type of humor yeah but Letu's great and i love these inter- interactions with a little dad as well um I don't know. I don't really want to get into some of the memes, but I wish some Let Two clips were still up because I genuinely believe he is one of the most criminally underrated streamers in the RS section. He was. I wish he. I wish it became something that he could have kept as a hobby. Yeah. But he's too busy being a doctor or something. Yeah. Saving lives. Like, come on, man! I can't believe this. Why aren't you streaming for us, DJs? Why are you out there saving lives? But yeah, it's the community for sure, right? Yep. I there's so many people that I just feel connected to. You know, his streams actually really remind me of Tasty. Uh, like Tasty's, a, I was watching a Tasty YouTube video about uh, the TOB. Yeah, like acting like an asshole in yeah. TOB. <laughs> it, it, for some reason, like it remind you of Lato. The reason why I did is because I never really enjoy TOB content these days. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest. It's TOB's pretty resident. I don't know. It's but, just been out for so long, yeah. Just need something yeah, there. I I think that the the spin that led to put on TOB by taking learners, like only learners and just him, was something that just ma- made for a lot of comedic events in TOB. Yeah. And I suppose mixing comedy with TOB is what really reminded me of Let Two. Yeah, no, that's true. That that's what Tasty yeah. was saying, like really got him started off on YouTube on a really high note was that video. Oh, okay. Just super popular. That's how he gained a lot of his popularity initially. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, I've been gone from the community, so. Like, no, Tasty is so new to the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started streaming in January, basically. 
I mean, he's killing it. It, oh, understandably so though. Yeah. He has everything going for him, right? Like the charisma, the 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 humor, the delivery, the penis, uh, the interactiveness on Twitch, his ability to create and be creative and create content, like picking. A, like you know, hitting on people in like a RuneScape sense, essentially, like yeah, talking to chicks, like begging for GP IRL stuff like that. Yep. Like his creativity, like he is just. There's some people who have this natural like panache to them, that just is what people are after and seek, right? And he has it all. That man is a full package, and he is built like a machine. Yep. That man is fucking. Oh my god, that man is goals. The amount of dedication he puts into his body, yeah, it's it's insane. Shout out Stacy as well. Yeah. We'll we'll go into that then. And I, so. I I recently met him as well, and I in person I recently talked to him. Or, no oh, okay. no no no. I was like, like I recently met him as in like I recently heard about him. I should say because so. I know uh, who was it who who went to I think Lopsy went to go see Tasty. Man, yeah. I would. I'm in Canada, right? So our yeah, that's all I was curious. Closed. Yeah. And also with COVID, I'm double vaxxed. I don't want to get into this. I mean, um, I actually don't really personally care if people. Anyways, I am <laughs> yeah, double vaccinated. Just, just, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just going to be honest. I hate getting involved and broiled in politics about stuff. Like, yeah. hey, man, you guys argue all you want. Just leave me the fuck out of it, yeah. please. There's a reason why I was a poli sci major at one point and I dropped that shit. Arguing on Twitter, I feel like anyways yeah um <laughs> okay so we'll, yeah, so we'll cover vaccinated i'm just cautious about going even traveling right yeah. so i'm really looking forward to runefest 2022 is just what i wanted I'm so to say. fucking pumped. i feel like that's going to be my opportunity to meet everyone even if they hold one in 2021 or a TwitchCon. there's no I'm, way I'm, I'm well yeah maybe TwitchCon. Going. no way runefest in fact i yeah, think they're I'm... having an event at the end of this month for their version of runefest yeah I can't wait to meet everyone at RuneFest. Like, I'm so excited for RuneTest 2022. And we're making out, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ignoble's final time. thing was just who, who has influenced you. And be, you brought up Tasty. and <clears throat> that. Well, I feel like anyone I watch, you try to learn something from, right? So who have I learned from? Pretty much anyone and everyone in the section. Like, let me load up the section right now. I see Adam streaming. Adam's obviously been an influence in terms of comedy and style. And just Bodhi has been an influence for sure. Uh, anyone I watched, I don't know what else to say. Uh, in terms of a large... In you got me started streaming. You've definitely been very influential. Um, I think Fat Clouds has been more influential for the section than anyone else in, in recent history that I can... One hundred percent. Way, I suppose he he's changed the game. You know, Fat Cloud's changed the game. He really did. Um, but in terms of like, I feel like I don't really. I just be me. I'm I'm just myself on stream. So in, in the sense of, that's a hard one to answer, right? Because I feel like I just pick up little things that I see people do positive in their stream and try to add it. Be it like graphics. Be it baiting be it um like little games that people play to be interactive with their community yeah. i think i'm consistently and constantly learning from everyone um ignoble solid has probably also even played a role right like yeah. i know i the reason why i say probably is because i wasn't really streaming as much when ignoble started streaming and i did catch his streams though so for sure every time i stream going forward right he's pushed the coomer game to another level and 
you know, I, you, we stand on the shoulders of giants and <laughs> I've learned from everyone I've watched. I, if I sat here and name called, like shouted out everyone who's influenced me, we'd be here for a long time. Yeah. Let's, sure. let's, let's cover Ari Slash's question now. He's asking. Ari has been a huge influence. How could I forget Ari? Yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, that's the thing. You're going to yeah. miss a million people because there's too many. Yeah. What are the yeah. biggest lessons you learned during your time on Twitch and OSRS? Do you have any regrets from this time period? So I found myself in a very dark place. And I'm going to say the game and twi- uh, streaming intertwined in this question. The reason why I started playing RuneScape was I found myself in a very dark place. And I had no passion or no motivation to do anything. All I did was sleep. And the way, the reason why RuneScape was so great is because it develops this – it helps you become goal-oriented, actually. One of the positive qualities about RuneScape is about it, – like, it helps you become goal-oriented eventually, right? Like, you, you – like, okay, I have a goal. How do I manifest it? I didn't have that in my life at all in any avenue. I literally just slept. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for, for it, what RuneScape provided me is definitely, like, an opportunity to just get out of bed and create a goal for myself and actualize it and create an habitual pattern to keep keep creating more goals and stop feeling like a I don't know I just can't get out of bed or I can't motivate myself to do anything and I suppose I'm tying in RuneScape to Twitch with this with this question but what Twitch has taught me is how much your community matters because of like things that I've alluded to with my father and my, my upbringing. I haven't really talked about the financial side, but uh, I'll even t- I'll briefly answer that just to give more context of, I'll briefly touch on that to give more context. Uh, I grew up very affluent uh, mortgage crisis. hit. my dad didn't understand diversification of assets. We lost everything. I had to get a job. I had to, I got my like insurance license when I was 15 and a half and I financially, my my sisters and I had to kind of like take care of ourselves and take care of our family because my dad, we still stayed as a family unit, God knows why, but he basically drank himself in a hole and was perma perma bedged with depression as well. So we at a younger age had to pick up that task, and just because of that whole upbringing, it's actually made me a very cautious person about opening up, and that may seem contradictory contradictory to who I am now but that took a lot of progression to get to the point that I am right and Twitch has been very instrumental in me wanting to like be a part of a community and recognize that I actually enjoy interacting with people and being a part of a community and opening up to people and have people open up to me and make friends in a true deep level rather than just the few people I met here and there, that's all I trust. But I'm social with everyone. Don't get that wrong. But I will never fully let someone in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what Twitch has taught me is the the ability to let people in. Oddly, right? Because you wouldn't necessarily expect that with the way Twitch chat is. Yeah. But I suppose it has very little to do with Twitch chat and more about the communities that you are able to connect with, right? So do I have any regrets from this time period? See, I think people could probably point to the fact that uh, with RuneScape players or Twitch, Twitch RuneScape, OSRS Twitch streamers, you know, they could point to, oh, they become certain types of people who are very embroiled in the game. Shout out to Casey. Like, you know, some people may say, 
even for like you, people who don't understand is what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is what's happening, right? That, oh, you're playing too much and it's becoming detrimental to your life because you're trying to stream OSRS and trying to make something of it. If it becomes that, it becomes that, right? But it's not necessarily that. So I don't have any regrets like that personally because I know I I used to do 15-hour hunter streams where I used to three, like, uh, what, one tick chins for three hours, right? Uh, 15 hours. Yeah. Like I had the, I think I had the hardcore uh, one day record for, which again, the hardcore ladder was not com- competitive at all. I'll, let me, uh, let me tell you that shit is a, if anyone ever wants any records and you're into EHP and records, just go make a hardcore and just <laughs> like do 24 hours, like, what, 30 hours, sorry, 30 hour records. They're so easy to obtain. But yeah, I, I, I used to be embroiled in the game, but it never felt detrimental to me. But people may point to my wrist and be like, hey streaming osrs and being so into osrs and being into twitch as a a result has brought upon carpal tunnel for you and i don't regret that i genuinely don't because i don't know why harp on the negative thing that happened from it right because even through carpal tunnel i this may sound odd but it helped me become more introspective on the qualities that i have because eventually i started thinking like damn how useless am I? I have a limp fucking appendage and I won't be able to pick up my grandkids if I have any or like my <laughs> my, my my nieces and my nephews, yeah. right? Yeah. And even having introspective thought on that is positive, right? Because in the terminus, if, you, if you're able to reach... Sorry, if you can hear George in the back. Yeah, shaking. was that George? You, I heard that. Yeah. Shout out, George. Yeah, shout out to George. Best dog ever. If you go on my Twitter... Oh, yeah, you, you even have visuals. I could have been like... You're like uh, Jamie from the Joe Rogan podcast. Yo, Jamie, go to my Twitter. Pull up a picture <laughs> of George. It's my latest tweet. Um, find it. Yeah, it, it, even that granted me an opportunity to be introspective and better my my understanding of myself because I had to ask certain questions. Right, so. I don't want to be that guy like, oh, yeah, I'm so empowered. I have no regrets in life, right? Dude, I'm literally – I I pulled up George, sorry, and the first thing I see is, please help me. I can't masturbate. That's like the first – That's a pinned thing. Yeah, it's a pinned thing. And so I see the dog and then right above it, that's the only thing I'm fucking seeing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, see, like, look, it's it's an ongoing (laughs) meme, Carpal Tunnel Andy. Uh, Please help me. I can't masturbate. And then you see George's innocent face. And then actually, you see me like <laughs> messaging some horny shit oh on Lauren. Shout out Lauren. Uh, um, <laughs> I, that was a joke, but I think people understand. People who know me get me as just someone who can be very serious if we're talking about the right topic. But I love to fuck around and just make jokes. Yeah, yeah. no, I, yeah, I love it. That's what I would say about not having any regrets. That's good. I don't think it's health. Or, I mean, it's okay to uh, learn from things. But I, I would say, like, regrets in general, if it's just – you're just dwelling on regret. Like, if regretting anything and dwelling on it, that's just not good in any sense. Yeah. And uh, what, what do they say? You put one foot in the past and one foot foot in the present. You can't, like, like walk, walk in the pre- – uh, no – one foot in the past, one foot in the future. You can't walk in the present or something. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's go on to some more positive topics. We got a few that are kind of funny. Um, I found this pretty positive now. Yeah, no, no. I mean, just I'm just fucking with you. Sorry. Let's go to J Mac is asking, "What are your thoughts on various communities within OSRS? How they interact and such?" 
Uh, any advice on RSI related things and tips for people starting to experience that? What has led you to be this horny of an individual? Make sure to shout out Andrew, by the way. Who's Andrew? Yeah. Okay. Wait, do you know Philip? Um, I mean, may, who? Who? You don't know Philip? Maybe. Does he go by another name? Am I supposed to know, like, just Philip? Like, I, I know a Philip. Okay. Philip von Diesnut. <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn it, dude. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? That was for cum boy. I promise I I promise I do it. Yeah, no, Andrew was uh God damn it, dude. (laughs) Fuck you. It's such a shitty joke, but it's so funny at times. Like, look, you can't you can't deny the delivery on that one. Like we're having great Oh man. Anyways, so Andrew. Yeah. Andrew was a uh, he's the fourth DK. I don't know if you know what day. De- yeah, you know DKs obviously. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. the it's the fourth Dagonoth King. That's 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 what I'll say about that. You go watch the video okay. by uh Andrew. Andrew, Andrew AJT. AJT. Okay. Yeah. That's how it was yeah. Oh, so I had a oh yeah. now I'm understanding this whole thing. I was there yeah. for that. When so I was you. uh <laughs> so I actually had a hardcore that I was taking pretty seriously. Now it's now it's all honest. clicking. I'm just yeah, and uh, I died in the most stupidest way you can imagine. And I, it's it's funny. It was it was great. There's a video of it. Um, I was too distracted on my hardcore. Basically, I was streaming while talking to chat, right? And I was trying to change my 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 screen, like what was going on on my screen through my stream deck. But I was also messaging people on Discord and in RS. So I'm doing all of that at once while I'm at DK's on a hardcore. Which is like you feel pretty comfy. I don't know, man. Like the only way you die is if someone crashes you, and you're like distracted, right? And that's exactly how I died. <laughs> I uh, what he did is he took Prime's aggro while I was distracted and ran under me. So I was I saw him running at me, and I knew he was in there, and I was actually messaging people in oblivion and in in te and in like heroes like hey do you know someone named andrew because his name was so familiar to me so i was like hey if i can find someone who's friends with this guy maybe he won't crash me because i just wanted to finish my trip yeah basically if you're a hardcore never do this never be greedy just the the amount of time it takes to re-gear and get to dk's is negligible or re-gear and do anything is negligible basically what i learned is i didn't have the right mentality for hardcore i was too greedy and so I was messaging people in RS and in Discord, and I had the wrong screen up. I'm, like, talking to Twitch chat. And I'm, like, I, I type, I type howdy. I'm typing howdy in RS to Andrew. <laughs> and I don't really see what he's doing because, like, the load lines are, like, Prime wasn't in my load line. Mm, so you're so just seeing these see mage Prime. blasts coming. No, I didn't even see a mage blast. If you Well, <laughs> if you saw it from my perspective, I didn't see a mage blast until the two that hit me. So I'm looking at Andrew and I'm typing uh, howdy as he's running at me and I'm all distracted and he stands under me. Okay. And he already had an attack queued up to come with him. So by the time he reached me, I think it was like nearly tick perfect. I want to say, I'm not sure, but it hit. And that's when I'm like, Oh shit, I need to put up my prayer. But since he was running away from prime and primes range is so long, he already attacked a second time. Mm. So by the time I put my prayer up, like I made a one tick decision, teleport or prayer. I chose the wrong thing, basically. 
I should have prayed and tick eight or um, just click the tally. We're teleported. Yeah. Yeah. And I, when you're basically don't do what I did on a hardcore. So that's shout out to Andrew. Got to give it to him, man. Got to give it to him. What, um, what has led you to be this horny of an individual? Uh, I don't know. You're just naturally born a certain with a certain drive, right? If I really want to get into it, I'm pretty disappointed sexually how I'm, I'm like less driven than I was because Lopsy was talking about jerking off and he jerked off like five times a day, <laughs> and I definitely relate yeah. to that, right? Uh, previous me, recently I've been jerking off, masturbating maybe, uh, three, four times a week. At one point it was like once a month. Jesus. And yeah, so Boomer. you're old man. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I'm just dealing with some mental stuff regarding yeah. it. But, yeah, no, it's weird because I still feel horny all the time. Like, I, I don't know. You just have a natural sex drive, right? And that's just how I am. Yeah. Uh, any advice on RSI-related things and tips for people starting to experience RSI? Treat it seriously. Don't treat it as a joke. That's my first uh, first thing. I think it's normalized to possibly, like, you may normalize it as your own self to be like, oh, everyone jokes about carpal tunnel RSI from playing OSRS. Ha ha. But no one actually gets it, right? Like, ha ha. Uh, you're going to tick chins and you're going to manipulate. You're going to three-tick cutty. You're going to, like, I don't know, you're going to flick bandos endlessly. You know what I mean? Any repetitive pattern and just using your wrist without taking breaks. It's it's like a joke almost. But, yeah, take it seriously from the get-go. Don't be afraid to seek out professional help as soon as possible. Um, I think stretching for me was pretty much fucking useless, if I'm going to be honest with you. Get active. That's much more important in my eyes. Get active. Go for a run. Do yoga. Do something to pump blood and also induce movement. So stretching is obviously a part of being active. But I think just doing targeted stretches isn't necessary at the current stage. I think it's much more important to spend that time to go on a run or do yoga or lift weights. Because even with lifting weights, you'll find that, like I used to lift. I don't really lift anymore, unfortunately. Um, You'll find that you just want to stretch because your muscles get a bit tense. And stretching feels good, like delayed muscle uh, onset muscle soreness. I love the feeling of DOMS. Do you like DOMS or no? Yeah. I mean, uh, initially, when Some, you can't sit on the toilet, it sucks ass, but yeah. No, I love that feeling, eh? Like, I, there's something when about... When it's bad, like, have you ever, like, done, like, oh. a workout if, after not working out for, like, three months? And you do a full oh, yeah, leg routine, and you're just fucked, like, your legs are... you can't are... walk up the stairs? No, I you can't even walk... Like, I'm sorry. You can't even walk hor- like horizontally. Like you just Yeah, I you know what I love? Fucked. I love not being able to get out of the car and using like your hands to drag you out or something and like struggling <laughs> to find I don't know why. There's something so satisfying about it. It's like, yeah, I really push myself to the limit to the point where I'm feeling this what this uh What feels good is like after you're in the routine of working out for two weeks and then you're experiencing that. Because that means you're actually like pushing yourself further. Yeah, what sucks no. is when you stop feeling it and you're like Okay, this isn't good. Yeah, you plateaued. I plateaued a lot. I've had uh, so even when I was working out, I was pretty much working out in a plateau. But my focus was more cardio at that point. So there's a point in university where I worked out like five hours a day, six hours a day. But it was 45 minutes to an hour and a half of lifting, depending on what I was targeting that day. Um, but most of it was just cardio, like biking, uh, elliptical or running, um, playing ball. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm far gone from that. I'm very people fat right now, and I love it. But I still want to change it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But be active. That's my tips. No, it, it's definitely true. Because like, perf- even me, like I'll play. I'll have a stream where I'll play 24 hours or something, and I'll get a little bit of discomfort in my wrist. I never really have pain, 
but I'll get discomfort from just doing something click intensive for 24 fucking hours. But I will say, yeah, instead of doing any stretches or anything else or just not playing, the best thing to do is literally just exercise. Like that literally just cures it basically. Like actual yeah. exercise. I mean, also add the stretches in if you can, right? Like for sure. I'm not saying they're bad to do. Yeah. Like you said, but, though, the stretches just come naturally just from working out. Yeah. I just feel like that's what's been better for me. I don't want to tell anyone not to do something almost, you know, because yeah. what, what's the harm in it? But yeah. What are your thoughts on various communities within OSRS? I think I've already touched on that a, b- a bunch. So I'm going to skip okay. over that. Okay, I'm just gonna ignore that kombucha. Like dirt nerd, just shout out to dirt nerd. By the, <laughs> that's all I'll say to address that. Yo, dirt nerd, I love you. Go check out dirt nerd. He doesn't really stream. He streams like once every couple of months, but he's a great time. He's a great homie. Uh, I hate playing Among Us with him. Don't ever play Among Us with that guy. Uh, yeah, he says, "Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? Um, are you single? I heard you fucked your girl. Is it true, dirt nerd?" <laughs> It's a song thing. Yeah. He's basically saying a lot of people uh, in that song, the song's about how like rappers are asked a lot of bunch of pointless questions um, just because they're famous. Right. So mm. I think he's maybe, maybe he's alluding to me being famous, obviously being on the big Sebe cast and being asked all these pointless questions. Fuck you, dirt nerd. Um, come boy. How do you, how come your wrists start to hurt? <laughs> how come your wrist started to hurt just as your hardcore died? You know, I don't know. That is convenient timing, eh? Maybe this is all just fabricated. What do you think? Nah, I mean, uh, be honest. Do you like, now that you're an Iron Man, do you actually like hardcore or normal Iron more? Do you miss being a hardcore? Fuck no. There you go. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Do you, all I can like, say. Really, like, who wants to? I'm sorry. Like, for, for the current stage I'm at in the game, I don't want a hardcore. But if I was, again, really embroiled into the game, I would wish I played Iron fully through first and then made hardcores when I got to endgame on the Iron and I just wasn't feeling it. Like, look, you know what? I really respect Cody. And I respect... I think Cody was... You know, I, I tell, tell me if this is a hot take. I think Cody is very influential into into your goals in the game. Cody... Uh, Ozium. Okay. Okay. The reason why I say this is it, he makes up these dumb stupid grinds for no reason and rhyme and rhythm and he just does it because he wants to do it i gotta he get doesn't care i'm Sorry. i'm gonna give a quick shout out to ozium i was watching him back in like 2018 2017 probably yeah now probably like early 2018 i'd say I used to watch him a lot. Actually, no, 2017 was when I first started watching him. He was hunting his eternal glory. He was actually a big motivation for how I even started playing, like, active, like a, a lot more was because of his crazy goals he was going for and just building a, a yeah. dope-ass account with, like, collections and stuff in his bank. Yeah, like, some people can find, like, everyone finds a gold for themselves, and I'm not here to judge how you play the game, and I think yeah. it's kind of cringe when anyone judges anyone for playing a game in a certain way or doing anything in life. As long as you're not hurting anyone negatively, amen. You keep doing you, you know? Don't tread on me, I won't tread on you type stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great to see people do different things. I think you touched about this a bit in the BC, uh, the, the BC Guppy podcast. Uh, you know, everyone has weird, strange goals. And th- that one guy wanted to, t- 
do crafting in a certain way without lunars and wanted to stay a weird combat level with weird, you know, just keep playing the game how you want to play it. So for me, I feel like if I ever got to end game iron and I didn't have, couldn't find a goal for myself, I think it would be fucking great to run it through as a hardcore. But currently where I'm at becoming so casual, it's crazy how much I actually leveled my account, by the way, in like what, uh, 10 months, nine months. Yeah. You're a fucking gamer. and it's weird being like a casual now almost well not almost i most definitely am it's just the dichotomy is strange but yeah i i would make a hardcore again but it would be after i'm done with end game on the iron i think because there's a lot of things i can just do on my iron man right now but to to be honest with you i can also see myself just actually probably getting into hardcore again just to keep dying even in the early game or mid game because i love early game Early game is one of the best things about OSRS. That is a good thing to enjoy, I think. I think that is I think that's a I, I think that's pretty normal too to also enjoy the fast-paced progression of starting over. Yeah, it, it's so rapid, but there's also so much freedom you have in the direction you get to take your account, right? Cuz you what what if you're taking your account somewhat seriously and you're just not going from random goal to goal, you're like building up to achieve something larger, right? And that's the beauty about making a hardcore that I feel like some people may miss. It's like, A, you're not trying to make a ca- an account necessarily that is going to... I mean, I sure, at, one, at a certain point, you never want it to die and you want to complete everything and you want to be 200 mil all or whatever, right? If you want to and you somehow complete the collection log, right? Like, that would be great. But that's not really what a hardcore serves as, I think. I think you set up a goal that you mainly strive for. And if you survive up till that point... Anything else after that is just cheddar. So, like, so, people going for, like, an infernal cape on a hardcore? Yeah, like, little tasks like that. Or, like, hey, I want to go complete top. You rush it, you do it whatever way you want. Go complete top. It's like, hey, I want to keep complete Corrupted Gauntlet. Fucking do it. You want to get an infernal cape? Go get an infernal cape. You want to do all the wilderness tasks for some reason or something? Go do that. You um, know what I want to see? A hardcore yeah. Iron Man with the Zook helmet. Completing Grandmaster, all Grandmaster achievements without. Dying. I actually don't know all the combat achievements right now, dude. It's stupid. So if you just if you yeah. just take a glance at them, like you can literally click on that new quest icon, click on okay. combat achievements, and literally just look at the Grandmaster list. It's actually like, I think the KC like again, um, uh, the KC things that I've heard are pretty stupid in my eyes. I don't know why that's a combat achievement. If I'm going to be honest with you, no, I think the st- I am okay with that. I do understand, like, Temporos. Like, okay, that's not even bossing. It's just fishing. You can't even get damage. Like, Winter Taught, at least you can somewhat say it's a boss because you can take damage from it. But, like, even that's, like, still skilling. But, uh... Complete hard mode a hundred times. I don't know. I don't know. The, is hard mode pretty death-prone? Because I haven't played a hard mode TOB yet, right? Yeah, uh, the I think the only thing sketchy about hard more hard mode TOB is just the final like green ball at the end. If it targets you, it's not yeah. just a seventy four. It's like you need to bounce it or you insta die. There's no tick eating it. Okay, so basically, but other than that, pretty I mean, much as I don't know, man. I would just I guess you just have to have someone follow you. Yeah, no, you have to. But, but even following like the pathing can fuck yeah. you up. That's what I'm saying, right? I've seen weird interactions with yeah. the pathing. Path yeah, so and... you basically just have to have a team that's 
gonna play it safe Confident, and right like yeah you just you like base you, you base, basically you just decide like this is where we're meeting like usually it's like yeah. the start of webs like that tile okay. area you just run over there okay so basically you don't play with dirt nerd yeah yeah i've never played with them anyway but yeah i could imagine do you, oh do you remember this one great hardcore um that zorin pk have you ever heard of it you, you know about uh, djmx right no djmx 100 he's one of the og gamers like that man he had a hardcore he was one of the first few i think that made it to tob on a hardcore maybe and he had an infernal cape and he was fully stacked and he was just he was running some theater of bloods just as a joke with some friends that he met in like zulu's discord i think and that guy one of the like og gamers that man can click right he had a hardcore called what's dj's hardcore called djmx one hundred anyways he had a hardcore that zoran pk and it's it's like a it's like a running joke right um zoran pk dj's hardcore at the tob mm. there's actually a clip of it i want to find it and send it to you after because it's it's pretty like yeah basically zoran was tanking <laughs> zoran was tanking uh Verzik, and i think two crabs spawned on uh, on dj but he was safing to the perfect point where it doesn't matter if he had two crabs on him right yeah but then zoran got meleeed oh fuck yeah and it just killed him like he there was actually nothing dj could have done it wasn't really in his control because it's like purples i think and the crab spawn and he's in a weird situation where like verzik is close by and he's zorn's tanking like do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like maybe he should have stood further away i think i don't know i think hardcores play it safe dj was like dj didn't really play it safe like he whipped verzik he didn't really bow it during purples right yeah and look, however we want to play, however you want to do any piece of content, I'm not going to judge you. The only thing I'm going to say is if you make tier three armor, you're a psychopath. Okay. <laughs> that is one of the most difficult things I've had to do in this game. I'm not joking. Roydy did that 900 something times. For I his, know. His that, is, that is psychopath behavior. And I'm sure you get trained to get like 13 of each resource, right? Yeah. And do all the right things. But that takes so much focus in prep. Like, um, it probably becomes second nature. It most definitely does. But getting to that point, man, you have to be a psychopath. I'm sorry. Like, there's no I, way around it. I look back. Okay, so the combat achievements came out, and I had to do a solo nightmare, a normal solo nightmare, the thing I did yeah. for nine months straight. Yeah. Dude, that was so fucking painful doing one of those. I was yeah. like, how the fuck did I do 2,900 of these? Like, how many straight? How many hours did you spend? Oh, like eleven hundred hours total there in like nine months. Yeah, that's. But you had fun, didn't you? No. At uh, in the beginning at all? No, <laughs> no. I I could never tell. Every time I tuned into your stream, we never really actually talked about Nightmare yet, yeah. and we actually haven't like just personally on a, like what you're doing in the game, and because I was kind of away from the community. Yeah. But I always thought whenever I tuned in, you didn't really mind it that much. Oh, I minded yeah. it. I did not want to be there, but it, I had to just enjoy it to the best of my ability. Okay. You should See, you should literally that's do what gamers do. Yeah, you should do one normal so anybody here listening should do we should now go do one solo nightmare. Just a normal yeah, nightmare. Should, that you shit think is Sony like really cuz I again, it's so unfortunate that I had my wrist thing happen, but it happened right at the time nightmare like was coming out or just came out or something and I wasn't really ready to do any content like that so i never actually got to experience a lot in the game yet so i still have a lot of things that are fresh dude did uh fasani's nightmare Fasani, like 
is so much fun. Yeah. It's legitimately fun. That. It's so well made. There's so many things that they've taken away the RNG aspect from. It's just a okay. really beautiful fight. It's just really, really fun. Really, okay. really fun. And I really like me and Lake both agree because Lake was also the the guy that was doing a bunch of nightmare alongside yeah. me, and we both went dry for a mace. Okay. And he we basically got our maces a day apart, even though it was two months apart. But he got his mace on the basically on the day of the announcement of Fasani's nightmare, and I I got my mace on the day of release. So. Okay. It was really funny because we were actually very, very close to getting it at the same time. But So was... you're basically saying since you knew the announcement of Fosani, you were pretty much like, why do this? Yeah, it was absolutely funny because they were going to speed it up yeah. by 20%. But now it's actually – they say like items were sped up by 20%. It's even beyond that. Like, yeah. It's literally like 30% because of the new sleepy tablet. Unless you go like Casey dry on the tablet. Casey did like 300-something. <laughs> For a sleepy yeah. tablet that teleports you really close, but that man is clinically, you know, yeah. people say I'm clinically horny. That man is clinically unlucky. You know, like, just... he did get he did get a double drop from Nightmare in a in a five man, I believe, or even in a mass or something. I don't know what That's he was crazy. Doing. He got a double. Both drops went to him. Do you know the chances yeah. of that? No, the, I don't know the it's chances. But I'm sure it's astronomically yeah. low. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. astronomically, yeah. exponentially, no. like ridiculous. Like this is gonna happen once in the game type low. Yeah, no, it was crazy. I don't think anybody's yeah. ever had that look happen to them. So I want to say something. Yeah. Um, so when you got your drop from uh, when you got your mace, I saw the clip. Yeah, and in the chat, you know who? So like you know they they added the the clan system or something. And drops show in the chat now. Yeah. So when you got your mace, I love that, by the way. It's so nice to see someone get the drop <laughs> and the clan just go crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, congratulations. Yeah. Alongside someone streaming in Twitch. There's something like anything that shows you people are hyped for you. In a, I don't know. I love that. Shout out to Jagex for the all these updates that I'm hearing are pretty positive. And I know the community right now may be a bit down about like the future of RS, but I'm hopeful. Yeah, I know too. I haven't really been intertwined as much, but and I haven't been following the updates like I used to. Well, and again, like this, I admit it. The thing is, there's always something to complain about. But yeah. I feel like the community is actually kind of. I think combat achievements was a great update. There are obviously complaints about some things, but for the most part, Fasani's uh, hard mode TOB. Some people like didn't. I think the people complaining about combat achievements are just the ones who can't complete them. If I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, watched for the. I I watched solo missions latest video of him. He's going for the grandmaster tasks, and I watched it at yeah. night. And I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like, I am a completionist player, and getting that Zook helmet, yeah. it is so fucking badass. Like, if you yeah. actually, that is like an infernal max cape on steroids now. Yeah, like it literally yeah. is. Like, if you have that, you're a fucking god. Yeah, you're a gamer. Yeah, like you're just a fucking beast. And so I feel like, because right now I don't really care to do any master or grandmaster tasks. I just stopped at the league because that's the only thing that gives good perks. Uh But I almost feel in a few months I'm going to have this deep feeling like I need to do grandmaster. (laughs) And it's going to suck ass because they're so tedious. They're so fucking tedious. I mean, Addy's almost done, or is he done by now? Because he just has KC things left, like get a certain amount of KC. Like, he's pretty much done. 
Is he? From what I understood. Uh, I mean, well, I, like, I know he's really close. In terms of, like, getting the difficult things done, I, I like, yeah, no, he's yeah. – it, it, it will be grindy, though, for sure. Yeah. No, it is – I don't know how close he is. I really don't. Um, there are some that are just, like, inachievable right now. Like, they're just waiting for, like, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, or unachievable. What is it? In it? Unachievable? Okay. I don't know. Unachievable? Yeah. Inachievable? Unachievable. Sure. Unachievable? Maybe it's un. Un sounds better. Yo, chat. <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but one thing that I actually wanted to touch on, yeah, and yeah. I know, I know, sorry if I'm interrupting. No, you're not. I just wanted to say that the the former gamer of me, like again, I looked up to many people, Osiris, Casey, yourself included, and it, maybe it's weird to compare you. You're definitely, I don't know, I see you in that category. Like even controversial figures, I look up to. I'm not going to say them because I don't want people to go fucking nuts for some reason. <laughs> like what what they did yeah. in the game they pogged off like they like yeah. i don't know well, i don't know what else to say and seeing higer go crazy in in your clan chat when you got the mace drop is something special that's all i'm gonna say higer is a fucking gamer and higer does not know me at all and doesn't know i exist but higer is like that guy i don't know he's what else God. to say he's a machine now he's he's yeah built no, I, I won't lie i was a bit like damn I was a bit like I've never never really felt this before in terms of like gaming or like I was kind of jealous in a weird way. I was like, damn, you know, Higer's pogging off for Seda. I wish some like you know you know what I mean like when yeah. you embroil yourself in a community or really get attached to something to see someone who is who is a certified gamer be like, damn, congratulations, man! Like you you went through that grind and you got it done. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that, but yeah, going back to whatever we were talking about. No, I I actually um, I appreciate you bringing that up. That's. Because I noticed him as well, pogging off. But uh, yeah. no, I, Dude, who I else did you notice? Is there anyone else in specific that stood out to you? Oh no, I mean just just everything, like the whole moment. Like I rewatched that clip. There's a few clips I can rewatch. Most of them I just try to avoid. I don't like watching myself. But that clip I had to relive because I was so. I, that was an 18 hour stream, by the way. That was 18 hours in. Okay. And all I had done was learn. You this- were so surprised, eh? Dude, I had no idea. Like, literally, I was going to do, like, one more kill after that and then go to sleep, like, uh, and then wake up the next day and re-grind it. Like, I was literally expecting, in my mind, I was expecting to be at Fasani's for the next, like, six months because I had already been at Nightmare for nine months. And, like, there's no way I'm getting a mace day one. There's no way, like, you know, nine months, like, every single fucking day grinding it, like yeah it's a lot of fucking days and, and when you just and i love i really love with the clip that you aren't really you know how like sometimes you're killing something like okay i'm gonna get the drop now yeah and i suppose at that point when you're that many kills in it's like yeah i'm just grinding this shit i'm yeah. a slave to i forgot like here's the, the thing like here. i forgot nightmare dropped shit i was just killing it because i was going for rank one at that point i was rank one yeah. in the game like on day one by like mm-hmm. a decent margin and uh are yeah. you kind of do you wish you got the opportunity to go higher it kind of i'm gonna i'm sorry like this probably has to suck like Fosani is actually fun <laughs> old nightmare kind of boring for you and you hated it dude and then you get it so early <laughs> into Fasani. i would be kind of <laughs> dude it's literally like that is exactly how fucking rng works that's exactly how it works like yeah, just dude, fuck you over so hard until you like it and then be like nah fuck you we're gonna give you it now <laughs> Uh, but yeah. no, I I uh, I will say that night when I slept, I slept like a baby, and I woke up, and it was a beautiful feeling knowing I did not 
have to go kill Nightmare again. Even if it was Fasani's, which is a lot more fun and the, the competition was fun competing. But the fact that I was no longer like enslaved to it, which was just a such a good feeling. Yeah. And That's great, man. as much as I'm I re- so- as much as I regret just having done normal nightmare uh yeah. for so long when I could have literally just, you know, waited for Fasani's like every other person. Um, it definitely taught me a lot about the game and like uh, that I can actually do something that seems literally impossible. Like going yeah. for literal, like going for a, a specific nightmare item, like an orb or a mace or something is actually, it was really fucking stupid. Like you basically had to be yeah. neat to like go for something like that. Yeah. And so I was, I was just proud of myself. I could actually do Yeah, it. no, definitely. Like you can, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it, but yeah. I, I suppose I've already crowned it off with the, yeah. the comment of, like, you know, previous... No, I mean, current Giants congratulating you. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah. I'm so happy for you, seriously. Like, genuinely. There's nothing more... <laughs> the, the, that's one of the be- best parts of RuneScape yeah. as well, right? Yep. Actualizing an extremely long-term goal, even short-term goals, right? Like, again, I was talking about it making you more goal-oriented. I feel like... I know this is a weird tangent to go on, but things like this have helped bring structure into my life to be more goal oriented in i uh, like um I- in real life or have a i think manic was talking about daily routine and i think this also kind of ties in in a weird way like runescape right like it's taught me to create a goal and actualize it right the only difficulty that it se- we seem to have IRL is uh well i have sometimes is the delayed gratification is sometimes like not even seen right but with numbers it it's something that's objective right yeah so i think uh using my hobonichi techo like my physical planner and writing out long-term goals for myself has been such a positive influence in my life and to i guess to touch on my daily routine normally um i'd wake up i would you know brush my teeth shower as one does make my bed um, you make your bed? Oh, yeah. Every day. Wow. George fucking destroys it, but I make my bed regardless. Oh, yeah. Someone was talking about the purple mattress in the questions as well. What if you... What, what's the purple mattress? Is that a... Look... Okay. I've only You're heard about, of the purple pillow. It's basically that, okay. but as a mattress. Okay. Because I heard of the purple and pillow. I was like, is this the same thing? Holy shit, man. It has changed... It has actually helped my carpal tunnel. Wow. Because one of the worst things about Carpal Tunnel is you wake up in the middle of the night with your hand numb. Yeah. And it'll force you yep. to wake up. And you'll wake up with it, like, stinging and, like, yep. like Tins tingling and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it hap- if that happens a lot, that's a telltale sign of you developing car- Carpal Tunnel, by the way. Mm. Um, so watch out for that. But the, the fact that the way the structure of the polymer works is that it collapses if there's a lot of pressure or weight in that localized area, but it still supports the rest of your body without having the mattress sink in and it being so plush it's fucking amazing it changes lives wow you'll get a purple mattress yeah i recently got it and i spent i spent a pretty penny on it because in canada we can't get the the budget version unfortunately but i would do it all over again and i'm saying even the even the the budget option will do the job go to your local i don't, I don't know if purple has any affiliate like <laughs> i'm actually being becoming a mattress salesperson um yeah, no, I I definitely try it out if you if you get an opportunity and I just possibly purchase it. I will say upgrading from an air mattress to an actual mattress, 
like a hybrid masters was yeah was insane yeah it felt imma- the first yeah. week and a half i was like holy fuck i really have been missing out on just like genuine comfort like holy crap i had no yeah. idea i did yeah, i probably sure. did have an idea i just what about really- the chair so <laughs> i do have a herman miller guys now but um no real talk uh i've i used a walmart chair for like two years almost yeah and then i switched to a like foley chair which is like just an office chair it was like 250 bucks and it was good and all but there was just something about it um i was getting just uncomfortable sitting in there for like three hours and i didn't want that to be a thing that was happening to me for sure so i decided to just upgrade to the very best and then if i didn't like it within three days i it was already pre-assembled i could just ship it back um there are certain things with this chair that i'm not a huge fan of but Mm -hmm. overall it is so much better than like the other chairs i've ever used so which one did you get i got the herman miller aeron oh okay yeah Yeah. that i've so so i actually have a steel case leap uh v1 at home okay at uh, at at my previous office at my previous business i had a aeron and I also had the other one, the – they made a gaming version of it now. I forget what it's called. The Giga Chad one. That's – when I – Is it like people the talk lo- about? Is it a Logitech version? Yeah, well, it was they, – they made a version of it. Logitech did. Okay. But the original one, I forget the name of it. I also had that one. My favorite one is the Leap. And, yeah, you can shop around a bit. I'm curious as to what you don't like. But I, I also want to – it's really funny how, like, I, I – I, you know, like, Halo products – or like a halo product of a lineup that's like uh for cars it's the it's like you know porsche has i don't know the 911 gt like the you know what i'm talking about like the the upper echelon the best product that they sell the most expensive product that they sell is known as a halo product but for me because i'm an internet degenerate i call it the giga chad version (laughs) i don't know okay interesting yeah, yeah i don't know i wanted to touch on that yeah yeah no but i really do like the chair and uh th- and it's expensive as fuck um but 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 i will say the thing that made me just accept it was the fact that i am on my ass for over 10 hours every single day of my life and it's um I yeah, don't know. it's no, just an investment sure. like, it's literally just an investment it's like i i have to get a really nice chair because if i'm just fucking in pain or just like not enjoying the like not enjoying sitting down doing the thing i'm now doing for my life like it's just not people good. You, you put it the right way right and i think i've 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 been very pushy to many people to buy a better chair i've pushed ari into it i pushed corky into it i think and i pushed adam into it i want to say i pushed you into it yeah you I did. don't know if you feel that way there's a um, lot of factors but yeah you you definitely got me in, interested i i think this all boils back down to who i am as a person though as well like if i'm doing anything if i'm spending time on anything i'm gonna research the fuck out of it and i'm gonna get the best quality product if it's something that's actually you know i enjoy or something that i find useful but um yeah going back to like mattresses and chairs it's an investment into your body. Yep. Buying a mattress, buying a chair, buying good shoes. Yep. Though these are all things that affect you. They're not the you're not buying a mattress. You're like augmenting 
yourself in a way. You're taking care of your own individual. And I, I don't – why – I don't – you know what I don't understand as well? Well, I, I get it. And this it's like a weird dissonance that we have as human beings, right? It's like, yeah, man, ex- that therapy is expensive or this mattress is expensive or this chair is expensive or these shoes are expensive. Um, but, yeah, you're not buying it for the product. You're not buying it for that one hour, one and a half hour session to talk with someone. You're buying it for the overall result. You're buying it for how it's going to positively impact you. Yep. And I I would spend near damn every penny I have to make myself and my experience through life as pleasurable and as, um, I don't know, just healthy as possible, right? Yeah. Because I, I don't really see a point necessarily. Like I get there's other ways that you can take care of yourself. Like if you actually don't have the money, right? Like that's a different situation because you have to take care of yourself financially. That's another way you can take care of yourself. But there's so many people I know who are very well off, but they refuse to spend any money on taking care of themselves because like they, 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 they can't see past that therapy is not just paying for that one and a half hour block, right? It's you're paying for the positive attributes that'll come for you short term and long term with a mattress as well with your shoes. I guess I'm just saying, don't be afraid to take care of yourself. I feel like self care is frowned upon as well. Right. So yeah, it's men just, uh, like, especially. Yeah. Sorry, I was men I was, especially also. Yeah, go ahead. I I don't know. I remember growing up, it was kind of like weird that men took care of themselves, or like you're spending time on your appearance. Like that's we. I get over that. Take care of yourself. Everyone deserves self care. But yeah, you go on. Now I was just gonna say, like there always is, like you know, you could get just about as much comfort with a chair that's a thousand dollars cheaper. Um. And there's definitely that case. Yeah, it's a cost benefit analysis, yeah. right? Like if you spend um if you spend twelve hours a day in a chair, right? Yeah. And you have the money, I would go for the best product within a reason depending on my financial situation, yeah. right? But I would Yeah. No, that that's kind of the issue yeah. is like my my chair, my upgraded chair was like it was an upgrade to my previous one, but in I know for a fact it wasn't gonna be my long term chair because there was issues with it. And so it was just like, at what point, you know, am I going to upgrade this? I might as well just upgrade as soon as possible and stop having discomfort, you know? And like, and that's another thing, right? Like, I feel like when you pay for more premium products, if you find the right products, like this, I've, my leap is going to last for a minimum of 12 years. This has a 12 year warranty on it. Same with the Herman Miller. Yeah. Like they're going to last for 12, 15 years. Like when you... And it's unfortunate, right? Because that's also another product of like socioeconomic reasons why people stay you, people stay poor because it's, it's actually expensive to be poor, right? Like, and what I mean by that is, you're if you're in a financial situation where you're spending a lot of time, like you're in a life situation where you're spending a lot of time in your chair, but you don't have the finances to f- afford a good chair, but you still need a chair to do your work, um, and you keep buying like I don't know fifty dollar chairs because that's all you can afford. Well, yeah, they're going to break down because they're a $50 fucking product. And you're going to pay for months. medical bills for and your back pain. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, you'll have to buy more chairs and more chairs and more yeah. chairs. No, that, over that time, was... I'm sure you spend more on chairs than like if you keep buying $150, $200 chairs in 12 years. Yeah. Like how many times are you going to do that? One, one every year? Yeah. Like one every year and a half? Like it adds up and it's more expensive. Yeah. 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 That was anyway. the other thing is like uh, there was uh, – I know we're just – 
completely off topic, but uh, they they have like used Herman Millers and used chairs and stuff. Yes, and that's what I got mine. I was tempted to because of how cheap it is. Yeah. Um, but I ended up just going with like a a brand new one simply because. I didn't want to deal with an issue and then be like, well, now I there's just something off with this chair, but I don't have any warranty and I don't have this and it's fucking COVID like yeah, bullshit. I can't like do anything about it. It's just like I just wanted to go to the source and then if anything's problem with it. Yeah. That's like, okay. Peace of mind is yes. also another thing to pay for, right? Like it's better to feel comfortable and pay for that, right? You're paying – you're not paying necessarily for the product. You're paying for – yourself yeah anyway um, i am i am happy with my purchase uh it, what don't is, you like about the chair though you there's so one of the issues and i think it's because of my old chairs that i got used to i don't even think it's an issue with this chair i think it's just the issue with how i've now positioned my body but um the armrests don't like they're they're at a slight upward slant so okay. when your elbows are actually lower than like your arms end up being, which is actually, I think is more ergonomic than anything, but I've been so used to completely horizontal armrests that are completely flat. They don't have any yeah. slant to it. And so I'm so used to just being on this like perfectly level armrest, but now I'm on this like slight slant and it's, it was really uncomfortable for like, not really uncomfortable, but it was awkward for a week. And probably, I'd probably yeah. say like two weeks or so. And I've gotten way used to it. your posture, right? Yep. Like, that's the thing. A lot, a lot with, ergon- with ergonomic chairs, people originally may find them uncomfortable. But if you stick by it for an extended period of time, you will notice that it becomes your new comfortable. And on top of that, you don't have to deal with back pain anymore. Like, you don't have to deal with weird, random pains that you get in your back or your arms or your elbows. Like, it just kind of helps and goes away. They also do make, uh, there's some human like uh, there's some companies that focus focus on the human element of which I guess ergonomics is that but just natural seating positions and not even they don't focus on focus on the health aspect of ergonomics but they completely focus on just making you comfortable if you're gonna use them as lounging chairs that's pretty cool as well but sorry I I keep going off topic I feel like I'm at that zone we're, I say we're off topic mind. but it's like literally this that's literally the point of the cast okay yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! asks, do you believe that OSRS needs to head into a better direction than it currently is? I think I already kind of touched on this very loosely, but I I, I am optimistic about OSRS. And do I think the... De- I think, honestly, this is my take. And I know I haven't been part of the community uh, lately, and I used to be very... I, I feel like I was one of them. I was very well informed, I would say, in my previous time in the game. And embroiled with the stuff on t- Twitch and dealing with, I don't know, keeping up with the game. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying I understood every element about the mechanics of the game by any means, right? I'm not a BC Guppy. I'm not a Port Cazard. I'm not a, you know, I'm not anyone from, uh, what's that? Um, You know, Mahler slash Cam slash Rendy, they have like a, a group. I forget yeah. the name off the top. Yeah. I'm yeah, not. Just those like five head yeah, groups. I'm not in- yeah. yeah. I'm not any one of those people, but back then I really noticed just I had this talk talk with Casey a bunch. Like people just keep bitching. And they'll <laughs> bitch for any yeah. fucking reason. I know, that's okay? that's why I just ignore it at this point cuz it's like 
no matter what Jagex does, there is no winning. Yeah. Like no matter and what they do, there's every no winning. piece of content. I'm sorry, doesn't have to be a banger hit, right? Yeah. But the fact that they're showing interest in the community and like I don't know, I I hate like I hate how devs get crucified. <laughs> like Mod G, man. Like I I yeah. this is my take on the Mod G situation. When she released art. She was what a junior art uh, dev, a junior. She had a junior role essentially. There was a senior. She was new to new to graphics, uh, new to the game, and new to the industry. I think, and she had a junior position. So she clearly had people above her within Jagex who finalized and directed the artistic uh, design for the game. Like they were part of the artistic direction that they want to take it with priftiness, right? Yep. And whatever Modji created was just her enacting what seniors may have wanted. And I, I don't know. I don't know what happens in Jagex. Maybe she had more freedom. But she still had to fit the art style of what everyone else was doing. Okay? Right? This is my take on it. And if a senior okayed it, why are you going after a... Like, why are you going after a junior dev on Twitter? Just complain, like, I don't... And why are you making it a personal attack? I, that that's my issue. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But going back to the direction of the game, I'm pretty optimistic. I I, I think some things do do need to change. I think uh, I think they should get rid of. Uh, <laughs> this might be very controversial, right? Because I do believe in the idea of the people being heard, but I don't really know how I feel about voting right now. Polling and the polling system. Polling polling. Yeah. Pro yeah, I don't really know how I feel about that. I don't know. I, I don't feel like anybody knows other... how they feel about it to be honest. It's in I don't such know a limbo. If... Yeah, like I can relate this back to politics right now and like the two-party system and first past the post how it's kind of broken and how it creates divide and how no one's actually getting um uh oh, this is not a political discussion, but no one's getting what they actually want, right? And it's just a broken system. And I think the same thing with polling for OSRS content. On a on a minor on a on a different scale, I suppose. I, but yeah, no, I'm still yeah. optimistic about the direction of the game for sure. I think like even here, when if you go back and watch Sater's Maze Clip, in the time I've been gone, they've added elements of like this is more uh about mental psychology at the point of what gets you addicted. Like when you look at a phone when you go on your phone and you browse an app, they have they have uh they have software engineers or designers or UI designers or people who also know the human like what like getting you addicted to the drip of dopamine and one thing i love that oh uh the osrs community has done and the devs have done is when you get a drop it's like new collection log item achieved right yeah and then it says the drop in the clan chat like i was saying and then they, they've organized this the, the the combat achievements in clan chat uh the uh the like the collection log so it's easily accessible yep. so you can track the progress of your account like i think that direction that they've taken that shows what their mission is in the sense of making the game more focused on player progression yeah like that is a great direction that they've taken i right? think it's and i'm optimistic about that yeah for sure like they've got you addicted on that drip of dopamine like that 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 dopamine drip that just Oh yeah, I got this. I got this drop that I've been chasing so long, and they've made it as spectacular as they can. Yeah. So no. in that in that sense, I love it. And in terms of releasing content, I think I can agree that you know content may have been stagnant for a little bit. But I was watching Bodhi's Instagram live stream a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how 
COVID has been actually a massive impact on people releasing content and people need to be like, like Jagex isn't the resources dedicated to OSRS aren't that immense compared to how much revenue it brings in. Mod Matt K was talking about how, um, what, what the, the, the game, I, I don't want to quote specific numbers, but essentially the, the, the running cost to keep the servers up and keep paying their employees is like negligible compared to how much revenue the game generates, right? Which is unfortunate, but it's also owned by, I don't know if Angel Investors bought it out or Halo Investors bought it out, but um, it, it's owned by some people who view the game as an investment, right? And that's just realistically what it is. Yeah. So financially, this is the team and the level of dedication and the level of uh, human resources that we're just stuck with. And in that aspect, I, I still don't see it as a negative, right? I feel like they're interactive more than others would be at that level. And I'm excited to see what they can do. Like, I think Bodhi stressed how it's been COVID. He's to see if the game thrives or not. It'll be a year and a half to a year, right? Like this coming year and year and a half is going to be important, but I am optimistic about it. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad you're optimistic. That makes me happy that I'm hearing somebody that's optimistic about things. Cause why is no one, everyone else is just, doing no, this, no, no. And not this. everyone is, but the, I almost feel like it's a vocal minority. That's just saying like, this game sucks ass. Like, <laughs> No, yeah, no positive things to say. I know, and some of it's a lot I'm, of just memes. So I don't know if they yeah, actually Yeah, and that's the worst but... part, right? Because it becomes self-feeding and it becomes yeah. true as well, right? Yeah. And Like, I'm sorry you want to do TOB all day and that's all you can do and you're fucking bored of the game, but get some other goals, man. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just making it. <laughs> Maybe I'm serious. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, but, uh, uh, favorite ties as well. Um, the reason, this is an illusion. Uh, this is alluding, not illusion. Alluding to my first ever one of my stream, one of my first few streams, Will hosted me, and Shout out, I Will. brought out my tie collection because the first time I ever went to Will's stream, I forgot about this. I he he rated my Tinder profile on stream, <laughs> and he roasted my tie. So I busted out all my ties, and I showed him how he has he is a, a lack of visionary exploratory taste. Okay, I wear anything and everything. Like I don't care. I haven't explored in like androgynous dressing, like wearing skirts or something as, you know what I mean? Being more fluid with that. But I wouldn't mind exploring that actually. Like I think I love the opportunity to be creative in any avenue. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I think it'd be pretty cool to, yeah, anyways, that's just what I was saying. I was saying like, yeah, I had a bit of a funky tie on and Will didn't like it. So my favorite tie um, most recently, my at my sister's wedding, I I'll send you some pictures. Um, I actually didn't wear a tie at all. So how about no tie? Because we like to switch it up. What question do you got? Say, I see one on <clears throat> Rory is asking thoughts on CBT. Okay, is that the... CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Okay, but it yeah. also means cock and ball torture. There's this famous <laughs> clip of me him asking me, "What, what are my thoughts on CBT?" <laughs> And I completely blanked about cock and ball torture. Oh my God. And I just started talking about how, like, it's been... Pr- I think both are poggers if you're into it, man. You know? Okay, so... Uh, Sorry, these was, are just was rapid there... fire. I know we're running out of time, so I kind of want to try and address everything, like I said. So What What was the... Was there... A, is that just a meme on the, co- the cock and ball torture? Or was there actually something on that? 
cognitive behavior therapy or what is it what therapy did i get my cock and balls tortured is that what you're asking me <laughs> i'm just i actually thought it was a genuine question but maybe it is just the cock and ball torture thoughts on that yeah no it's a me it's a me okay that's yeah i know rory that's rory the rogue right right yeah rory? yeah rory the rogue yeah, yeah yeah i sent you some pictures if you want to show me is it with a tie i actually haven't like yeah this is these were my these were my fits that i wore at my sister's wedding I'd love to get people's take on it, you know? So Damn. Them this man's fancy. You know who you look like in this picture? It's because of the Which angle. One? You look like um, the guy from Despicable Me. Super tiny Which legs. One, though? I don't know. I don't know. Just the, see which I know which picture: the green or the sand? Uh, the the, the last one, the the one you. Yeah, that is a weird angle. <laughs> yeah, it's it just the angle. Like it makes you look like it tiny. makes my torso look huge. Yeah. And makes you look like fucking it... jacked, but like skip leg day. <laughs> you know what's interesting though? My upper body is fucking like when I used to work out. At least I yeah. again, honestly, seeing tasty. I just want to say this again has motivated me to start caring more about my body again. I'm I've actively started trying to eat cleaner. Uh I bought an air fryer and a rice cooker and I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to get back into that and we'll see how that goes. But yo, shout out Stacy. Shout out Tasty. Tasty. Yeah, no, but that does really it, make me look like I have like twig legs and it's just, crazy. Like, torso's huge. It's crazy yeah, that but, um just a simple yeah. tweet or a simple motivational thing can actually genuinely motivate somebody to like do something healthy for their for the yeah when uh when randy tweeted about crippled scape uh passing away that was very sad by the way rest in peace yeah rest in peace to shane i believe i never really knew him that well but i saw some streams here and there and he always was like again he was positive about the hand he was dealt right yep but what really actually brought me to tears i don't i barely cry like i've said and i wish i cried more was how randy was talking about Rendy was showing how Crippled Scape would just reach out to Rendy at random and be like, hey, man, great job on your video that you just put out. Like, that is, I wish I, like, you just see a tweet like that, and it just, I don't know. It just provoked me to message Rendy, because I used to know Rendy a little bit. I used to hang out with Mahler, yeah. like Cam, and Rendy. And Rendy used to send me some Snapchats. It was pretty loose. Like, we weren't. Like we were, I think we, Randy's actually very welcoming. He's a great guy. Like he, he's like, Hey, you should come out. We should hang out, blah, blah, blah. And so, same with Mahler. But, uh, I met, I remember reaching out because at that time, Randy was going through that drama and it still is. And yeah, like tweets like that, that motivate you to just be a better person. I love, yep. you know what I don't love? I don't love going on Twitter and seeing some negativity on my feed. Yeah. And the best part about it is I can just get rid of it. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, I no, I'm, keep... I, you're completely right. And blocking people is a very healthy thing to do for those that are scared to do it. Just do it. Do It's your Twitter feed, man. If other people take offense, they're taking it for the wrong reason. Just just mute them. Take them off your stream. Do whatever. Block them. I don't know. Just, yeah. Shout out to Twitter for its positive attributes. And I guess shout out to Tasty. And yeah. No, and uh, that is, like, just really cool how... um. Well, I I'll give another little just shout out to Shane that that died. Um, very unfortunate, but I will say like there is something really special about a guy that just does his thing. He was never in it for he like because I know he streamed 
and I'd pop in here and there. I wasn't very active in his stream because I just I didn't really know him as well. Like you could probably you're probably the same. Where I feel like so many people knew who he was, but not as many people I, like. I never him. got to know him. Yeah, but I knew of him. He right? was just very, just humble to himself. Did his thing, and again, like, did what he could in his situation, which is just really inspiring. So, and I love that he just, you know, it. It's just pick up the phone. You know, pick yeah. up the phone, text who you need to, call who you need to. Because I've actually been in this situation before. There's a there's this one person who I. Uh, when I got depressed, I ghosted. I've done it a few times to many people. And it becomes this, like, monster in the room that's hiding in the corner. And it just keeps getting bigger, even though it's such a simple task. Just, hey, say, I'm not feeling well. And you don't message for a day. Oh, no, oh like I'm sorry. You don't message for a week. And then it becomes you don't message for a month. And it just keeps growing and keeps growing. And I know I'm, like, making it more extreme. But, like, that's what happened to me. And it became a half a year. And it was a friend. Yeah. And I really, she was really upset with me, but eventually I just got it out of my head that just stop worrying about all these little things, just message and whatever happens, happens. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I really like just how he would reach out for positive notes. So do that to your homies right now. Kiss your homies, yeah. send them a positive message, reach out to people and congratulate them on their successes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, and that's, yeah. Uh, sorry, just to tie that back to Shane real quick, I that's very admirable, and I I don't know. I think about I think about my passing because that makes you think about your own mortality. Yeah, and I the because I Shane actually touched a lot of people, like interacted with a lot of people. Like being a part of the community, it's surprising how far reaching you can be, just as any individual. Yep. Um. I remember I saw in Casey's Discord, like someone said, made a joke about his passing. About, I don't want to say it in case yeah. it offends anyone right now, but the thing was, everyone got upset. Uh, a lot of people got uh, upset, but some people who truly knew him said, well, Shane would have just laughed at that. And so, again, I hope this is not incorrect from me, but from the, 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 from what I understood of Shane and any time that I did get to interact with him, he was very like jovial about things. Like he joked, right? Yep. So I, I, I don't know. I, 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 the way I see it, I, I see that Shane would have wanted us, wanted everyone to celebrate the positive things that he brought to the community rather than, I hate to say it like this. And I hope this doesn't offend anyone. Cause this is what I believe for my own self. Like rather than, you know, when someone passes away, you can celebrate a life. But you can also mourn it. Yeah, I, I think it. You know, every every passing has an element of both. But I also think that Shane would have wanted a bit more of the. From what I understood, again, I'm not saying I knew him by any means. A bit more of the the positive celebrating his life. Yeah, and I even it's crazy to me that I barely interacted with this guy, and he changed my day, and he changed a behavior of mine just because of how positive he was. Right? Yeah, like that is so inspirational to me. I that's. Yeah, shout out Shane for yeah. sure. And Sorry, it just I keep interrupting you. It just reminds. No, you're not. It just reminds uh, me, and I imagine a lot of people, just how like fragile life is, really, and like how one day it's just oh, like honestly, it's genuinely hard for me to contemplate that he's actually not alive anymore. Like it's it's like makes me sad. Like makes me want to cry. But um, 
yeah, just it's like life is so short, and like I guess just it can go away any moment. I yeah. know, and you should. I don't know. It is so hard because everything just seems all the trivial things in your life seem so important. Yet, like what's really important is like you know uplifting somebody else rather than just tearing people down all the time. And so, uh, yeah, I suppose. Sorry, am I, yeah. if I'm no, you're not. Anymore. You're not. I'm just. I, I really worry about that, as you can tell. Um. I have not felt that once that you're interrupting me. Okay. I don't feel that I, way. I do not feel that way often, so you're totally good. Okay. I would I, let you know. <laughs> okay, good. Um, this kebab yeah. and beer is still on the fucking shore. Somebody got a dwarf <laughs> random, and this kebab and beer won't despawn. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I think your perception of time just morphed. <laughs> no, it's been here for like three hours, I swear to God. <laughs> there's gonna be a video of this so i'm gonna go check it out okay i think, like, I think this, there is this I, premieres I, I, the first thing i'm gonna look at before everyone even knows i'm gonna start pepe laughing is like there's no kebab and beer here you know like, <laughs> like literally like 30 seconds before you said this comment it's when it appeared no 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 it's been here okay. i thought they despawned in an hour but it's definitely been longer than an hour so i don't know anyway um <laughs> uh sorry for interrupting yeah no i i really wanted to say though that it does showing like the fragile nature of life also shows like you know we're talking about being positive and positivity and uplifting each other and all that i i do think that every generation i think it was we talked about it a little bit before before we started every generation should be in my opinion smarter than the, the, the previous one and learn from the previous one and so you know i say this a lot we stand on the shoulders of giants I even see some Zoomer hate now, okay? And I know they may talk like, uh, what, do they, what do they go? Sheesh! Uh, is, Jesus you know, Christ, like, dude, that was loud. Sheesh! Uh, <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> no cap on a stack. Like, anything. I I would just promote you guys to be more, uh, I don't know, you guys were the, we were all the same at that age, right? And people judged us in a weird way. Man, shout out the Zoomers. I hope you guys are saving grace, I suppose. Or the Millennials, whoever. I just think just that, keep putting it on the lower generation. It's like you, you guys solve all the yeah. Issues. You guys we're, take we've care done of our problems. part. Like okay, we failed. Go be a DJ. Joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but I suppose what I'm trying to touch on is, I think in the grand sense of when I pass, like of course I have a terminus goal of being genuinely influential in a large scale in a positive way. I've I have a natural gravitation towards interacting with people, and I I know I told you this that I originally wanted to go into politics. But I think there's other ways to positively affect your community and have large-scale impact. And for me, maybe it's being a philanthropist in certain areas about mental health, be it about um, children who have no like true parents, be it about whatever. I'm going to find that passion and I'm going to impact it positively. But if I pass away tomorrow... And I, I'm not able to necessarily get to that point. You can still live every day to like who you are as a core at the core, right? And that's what Shane kind of showed. He showed that even in simple butterfly effect type interactions, you can be what you want on a larger scale in these little minute interactions. If you make one day's like, if I stream and I get one person to feel happy a bit better. Who knows what that happiness might bring for them yeah. and how it might interact with someone else, right? So 
everyone may, I, I feel like a lot of people probably have this sense of doing good and they may be failing at it because that was a large part of my depression at one point. Like I felt like a failure because I wanted to, I don't know. I, I don't want to stroke my hog a bit here, but a lot of people expected too much from me in ways. Yeah. They, they, at a young age, I was pretty gifted. Um, and I feel like I didn't live up to a lot of people's expectations, yeah. myself included of my own. And I just wanted to, I guess I say like, yeah, I may pass away tomorrow, but you can live every day and just positively impact people. And it's kind of astonishing just how influential that, that in it alone, that is alone in and of itself. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, uh, what other questions are we missing? Find some. Go for it. All right. When is the Uncle Cool, uh, cool uh, emote going into the Louvre? I actually suck at making emotes. Um, I don't know why people used to come to me for emotes. Um, go to go to DJ. But yeah, I don't know that that uncle. I want. I've uncle came to me randomly in Alyssa's Discord, RSGF's Discord. Shout out to her and shout out to BF Rocket. Uh, when. I don't know when I first got to know Uncle and he wanted a mo- emote of, because he always used to type dark mode, so he wanted that to an emote, and like a dancing emote of that. And it, I hate how it actually looks because it clips in a weird way. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's a, it's a masterpiece for the guy behind it, but not in the creation of itself. So the Uncle cool, cool emote aesthetically could be better, but the guy behind it makes it and elevates it what it is. Shout out to Uncle as well. Shout Discourse on teachers love. I really wanted to get into this in depth, but I know we have limited time. So what I'm going to say is one thing that I could be also passionate about and try to induce change in is respect for our teachers. I think that there's a reason why people become delinquents in life, right? And it has to do with uh, nurture rather than nature. I mean, nature obviously has an aspect as well. Don't get me wrong. But for me, when I look at my, when I look back at my childhood, I actually don't think about it in a negative way, by the way. I think about it in a very positive way, despite everything that I've been through. Be that like literally feeling like money is abundant and no stress at all to, oh my God, I have no fucking, like, I I don't have a house. I don't know where I'm sleeping tonight. Like what? (laughs) You know, like, and being in a private school during that and everyone else around you is rich as fuck. It was so weird. And be it like all every experience I had is just normal to me, right? I think we touched on this a bit as well with you having um, a religious upbringing and how that's normal to you. And it's 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 kind of like this dichotomy of seeing other people be like, wow, that's so strange and weird. Like with Lopsy, um, you know, not wanting to thieve, you know, SRS. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, he, he, I wanted to... he probably wanted to. He just he knew that his parents would punish him <laughs> if he stole from somebody in RuneScape. No, I can't play OSRS anymore. No, mom. <laughs> yeah, no. I guess what I'm saying is I had a lot of negative factors in my life, but I look at them positively. But when I look back at it and I think about what was my saving grace in between of me not becoming an actual delinquent, right? Yeah. Um, but it was teachers. I've I've been so lucky. So lucky to like really have no bad teachers in my life. Even the one teacher I didn't get along with, like he still had good intentions. Yeah. So I really wish we in North America, I genuinely believe this. Like I don't, I, I, if there's any other belief that you have, I'm sorry, I'm, I'll die on this hill. 
teachers need to be shown so much more respect for what they do and who they are. And also, I think accordingly, to get the best teachers in the role, I think you need to adjust their pay for sure. I think they need to be respected. They need to be paid appropriately. And it should be treated as a serious, like, yeah, I'm. there are bad teachers out there. And I think the way to get rid of them is by having higher standards and giving more respect to the job. It's a thankless job. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. So shout out to 42 for bringing that up. Um, Aria wants us to talk about chess. Okay. Um, what? I don't know. Yeah, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, what are your thoughts on chess? What does chess I mean I love you? how the Queen's Gambit. I actually started playing chess before the Queen's Gambit. I watched the Queen's Gambit. I haven't even Because watched everyone that. watched. Yeah, I haven't Gambit, even watched right? it, but like. That's how chess okay. kind of got this huge spike in popularity. Yeah, and then and then other people were playing it, so I'm like, I'm gonna play. It. And since I played, it, I was like, might as well watch it. Yeah. I don't actually like the Queen's Gambit, so the movie. It's a trash or the, show. I think. What was that? Or the the movie or whatever or the yeah the show on Netflix. Is it a show? I literally don't even know if it's a movie or a show. That's how it's a show. Uh, it's yeah. trash. But oh, it is a lot bad. Of okay. That sucks. Um, a lot of people love it though. I'm I'm probably one of the few people who don't like it. I'm also very picky when it comes to shows because uh, <laughs> so, I, I rate if you don't like it, against, I probably won't like it. I rate everything against Mad Men almost. Like you need to have that, but again, some shows like I don't know. We're, I can't do yeah. casual watching essentially. Yeah, now we like Mad there, Men, we have so many good shows now. Like I think Better Call Saul is like one of the all time greatest shows. It's really great. And so yeah, when you start comparing things to like the all time greats, it just sucks because like everything else is just shit. <laughs> Mad Men has so many accolades. I started that watching that, by fuck- the way, but I only got to the end of season one. I, I don't Man, know what's stopping. I know it's a bit slow when you originally get into it, but when you rewatch season one, after you're like getting into the show, it's a very slow show, and I understand why people can't get into it, but holy fuck do they care about that show to every little detail. I'm sure that they planned a piece of dust on someone's suit. <laughs> like That's how much detail is in that show. Jesus. I'm obviously like you know yeah. being hyperbolizing it but they care so much and once you get to season three or even in two man two is when it really like you start getting captivated if you can't find your way through season one i it's slow but again it's great to go back to chess i i i promised aria i would make a chess discord for the osrs chess players but i, I you know I've made a lot of discords in my life. Like, why can't someone make one for me? You know, like, you know, Addy has made the Inferno speedrunning one. You know, why can't someone who is smart and actually talented like Addy? This is an idea for someone. Hello, please make an OSRS chess discord. Um, Yeah. My thoughts on chess. I love the game. I wish I played it more. I got a quick shout out. Addy con. He's a fucking beast. And he, I, I think he's underrated. Yeah. I mean, he gets Actually, he, yeah, he, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people know him. And so I like, you know, he but I still feel as though he's underrated. He is like a fucking goat at this game and very humble and just a gamer. He's, you and, know, him exact. Um, I'm just thinking about very kind, very talented, yes, humble gamers. Kind, they're gentle. I know that sounds cringe as fuck, but they're like gentle humans. They're like they're like beasts, but they're like, you know. You know what it is? I, I don't know what it is. That's, that I, word is weird, but like, I, that's no, way they, to describe No, they don't have them. an inflated ego over their ability to click well in a game. 
yeah. and be very, very – and not, not even just in a game. They're just smart overall. Yep. They don't have an ego despite being very naturally gifted and things that they, – they don't have an ego over the things that they grinded for and worked for nor over their natural abilities. They're just humble people. Yep. Shout – like that is so – I love Exact as well. He actually trolled me a few times on my stream. Like when I was killing Blue Dragons, he – he uh he like came and claw spec them out and killed them before I could like aggro them. I don't know. Dude, like, Exact doing... helped me lure Necreals like a year ago. I was doing like a hundred brimstone key opening. I just needed he the did last the few... same thing for me. The... But he did it for Abbey Demons. <laughs> he just comes in and just starts helping out, like, bro, yeah, like, like he's go do the inferno or do like do your big brain like, stuff. <laughs> it feels like it feels like, dude, you're like man. I get he's just a person and he recognizes that he's just a human being, but for some reason it's like, hey man, like go go influence the game, go change <laughs> yeah. like the way people see RuneScape. Don't waste your time with my dumb ass yeah. and luring shit for me. Like I'm not worthy, you know? Yeah. They're so humble. They are. Um Yeah, but chess. I love chess. I don't know. I love playing I love chess it. as well. I love Daniel Neroditsky. I know you love Daniel. I, I love watching um, the stream. I love Eric Rosen. I, I, I watch more of their YouTube. I, I don't really like... I, no, I don't want to say like... I just don't watch as much Gotham, personally. But I know he's he's so dedicated. Yeah. So shout out to that level of dedication. I think anyone getting into chess, there's a lot... It's very easy to get into right now. Like, for s some reason, like the perfect mix of XQC playing it before like queen's gambit coming out and popularizing it on twitch a little bit with uh uh hikaru and then the queen's gambit coming out and all that it's amazing to see that game thriving because it truly is um it it, it, it again it has a great sense of community it really does. what what i so. love about chess is like i can play and feel competent against somebody my own level obviously i'm just gonna get fucking mad when somebody just dominates me i'm just gonna be yeah. like upset for the next like hour <laughs> i yeah. don't know why that happens i get so emotionally attached to a game it's like just move on like but when somebody just crushes me it's just it hurts you know yeah uh, i love that that is true because you're you're playing against someone who's equally matched with you yeah you they're equally matched and, and it's all your fault like it's there's nothing like rng it's like no that was just that guy outplaying you he just dominated you and you're going to have to just sit and think about that for a while. You know what this reminds me of, actually? What? Remember when he came into my stream yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. That's one of the things that I hate streaming about chess, though. <laughs> I hate... Actually, I love it in a weird way as well, because it's so satisfying. When someone... Like, when you see a tactic that other people don't, <laughs> like something yeah. that, like, a, a like a 3K, like, fucking chess robot would see somehow, yeah. right? Like, because everyone has dumb moments of brilliance, and then yeah. you proceed to, like, blunder your queen the next move. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, everyone has brief moments. That's, that's what I love. Those oh, yep. brief moments of thinking about this crazy tactic, like, six moves down yep. that you're forcing someone into... Like, I was choking that guy, suffocating him through the game of chess with the way my pieces were just... Yeah. Like, he couldn't move anything without it being detrimental. Yep, that I, love... I sacrificed my rook to put his queen and a rook in a pin while he the rook was already attacked, but with the king under threat, yep. and you didn't really understand it. And that is a great <laughs> feeling as well. When there's someone typing in your chat, like, hey, dude, dumbass, just, like, threw away a rook, you dumbass. That's why I had to leave like... the stream, because I was so embarrassed. 
No, I actually <laughs> I had to go. But... I've been there as well, man. I've been like when you're playing chess with your friends and they're in Discord and they're streaming it, and then you're like, "What the fuck, you dumbass! Like, what are you doing? It's such a stupid move. Like, it's just, you should just it's go a... back and just rage quit the game already. You're it's trash. Such, it's then... such a natural thing to just be like, you suck. <laughs> I don't know what it is about chess. It's just so fun to like. First thing you do, yeah. like, what are you doing? <laughs> even if you're like not even paying attention to the board at all, you're just like, what are you doing? But yeah. No, chess, there's there's a lot of yeah. fun in chess. I've really enjoyed it and uh oh I mean I know I've improved. I'm like I only play on chess.com. I'm like 1120 or something Elo, which I'm very happy about cuz I when I first started playing I was at 1000 dropped down to like 900 and then I started doing some puzzles and like exercises and stuff and The thing is like I like where I'm at. I like being and people always say that people like to increase and then they like where they're at kind of, but yeah, I, I like it that I don't have to study any, I don't have to practice any like theory or anything. I just, I'm just playing for fun and whatever f- seems good at the time was like a good move, you know? Yeah. But I love watching grandmasters just like, what oh, the yeah, fuck? Sure. Like, what are you guys and doing? They're calculating like 30 moves down. I know. And like someone type, oh, what I love, someone types in Hikaru's chat or something, but like you blundered a rook. There's this clip and he's, and he like goes like like five moves down or something in a millisecond. He's like, what do you mean I blundered a rook? And it's just like instant to him. Like there's no thought, like, you know, how like it would take us, it would take me like 20 minutes to think of what I thought in an instant. No, and it's like, uh, it's almost just like intuition for that. It's just like they see patterns. They see these patterns, and they it's just when you've just been drilled into the game at such a young age, and you've just continued, and you just have natural talent toward it, like patterns and shit, and like almost like geometry itself, like just seeing the board in a new dimension, like a, a new, uh, that's not the right word, just a, a new perspective of seeing the board, where you're seeing these patterns yeah. and like angles and stuff like that, and how the pieces move. Cause, do you have Tetris effect with chess? Uh, what do you mean? So Tetris effect is this thing, this this like phenomenon with the human condition. When you play a lot of Tetris, it was first noticed that you started seeing like you started seeing things in Tetris pieces almost. Like you started dreaming about Tetris Weird. and then you started visualizing Tetris through your day. When I play chess, when I play any game sometimes and you have a dream about it, that's Tetris effect. Okay. okay I've had so that about chess I... in a dated, like I've been talking someone in a social situation and for some reason, like I'm at like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, like, I'm at my bro- brother-in-law's house or something, and I'm having a conversation with him, and he's, like, pouring me a drink or something. And for some reason, I just start thinking about a rook being, like, forked both. <laughs> like, like, a rook and a queen and a king Bruh, being forked I, by, you know by what was knight. You know what's horrible is I was losing sleep because my entire dream, and before I'd go to sleep, was just thinking about chess. Like, I couldn't fucking stop. I'm like, stop thinking about it. It's just stressing me out, like. Like I would be trying to go to sleep, and all I'd be, my brain would just be running through these like chess scenarios. I'm like, dude, I'm shit at chess. Like, why am I even thinking of this? Like, yeah, and I that, and, like, it literally just, I couldn't fall asleep because I'm just thinking of all of these like situations, and it's so weird. Yeah, so I guess that's kind of the Tetris effect. Uh, kind of. I'm gonna again. I know we have very limited time. What what's our runtime right now? Uh, three forty three. So yeah, we got to wrap things okay. up, but. I'm going to try to bang out some go, of these questions, go. like, instant, okay? Uh, what is it like? Lopsy said some things. Uh, favorite part about beating Dirt in chess? I don't know. It's just satisfying to shit on Dirt Nerd every time. He talks so much trash. He is the exact antithesis of hu- uh, humility and, you know, <laughs> antithesis of exact. He's shit at the game, and he's not humble, and it's just satisfying. Put him in his place. Love you, Dirt. 
um rcb cape when um i need to figure out my account goals because that's the most biggest motivating factor for rs is getting into having account goals and actualizing them so i'm not sure i need to figure that out especially with my uh risk situation and the only inferno i've ever done is with max gear and so it'll be interesting if i do do it with an rcb even if i have a bofa i'm willing to do it with rcb even if i have a bofa just because i don't know i'm like that that's the osium effect damn doing weird things shout out to osium really go shout check out his stream uh favorite clip of yours um of mine i don't know there's so many good ones like national emergency like ladies and gentlemen there's been like what 32 terabytes of OnlyFans footage leaked that's a great clip <laughs> man like look i'm horny i'm horny i'm clinically horny i'm terminally horny that's a good one mount everest is good where i like talk about how uh oh actually me yelling at dirt's really good during among us uh mount everest is me talking about getting a blowjob with altoids and how it's great and then i get the drop that i needed and then i like finish off the thought after i get the drop uh world record or like gaming hard i have a couple clips in gauntlet where i'm actually just like i don't know you know i'm just you know what sometimes you get into the zone and everything clicks and everything's just going so smoothly so I'm like, just, you know, you know how like, you embellish things just to be funny and be like, oh, look at me. I'm so good. Yeah. I have a couple clips where I'm like, man, I'm fucking gaming right now. And I instantly die. <laughs> so those are pretty good. But yeah, one of those. I'm not sure. What does streaming mean to you? Community. Favorite drug? Um, uh, this practice very safely in the sense of getting it drug tested. I love ecstasy slash MDMA. I don't I love it for the party effect as well, but I also love it for the therapeutic uh like have it with a friend or have it with your a significant other or have it in a safe environment where you guys open up to each other. Great for that. My um, favorite drug is caffeine. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Caffeine pogs off as well for sure. Um yeah. I think all drugs should be legal. I I'm not even joking. Like this is not a meme. This is not like a 420 streamer meme. <laughs> no, my brother feels I, the I, same way. I, I don't talk yeah. about drugs on my stream, but yeah, I mean, there's arguments for I think, uh, I don't want to get too political, but I think it has a lot of positive effects and shout outs taxing the fuck out of drugs and uh, the, 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 the healthcare industry would have an easier time because they'd know what people are putting in their body. You'd have less people overdosing. Uh, there'd be a lot of lack of criminal revenue going through like gangs now. Um, it's been proven that pe less people would end up using drugs and abusing them. Um, a lot of taxation could go towards helping people fight addiction and also just, I don't know, help our roads be better. Shout out to legalizing drugs. Um, damn, Lopsy has a lot of questions. What's the realizing point? I already answered that. Do you ever regret them going to therapy? No. Do you think therapy is for everyone? I think everyone should attend if, when they're ready to attend therapy, they should go because again i've touched on this it it it's not just for when you're down bad right everyone goes to a, a general practitioner to make sure that the you know they may not have diabetes or something or like you know some ailment you get a regular routine checkup right why not for your mental health there's always something you can do with a therapist uh has going through a low point and having deeper uh, perspective on depression created a different approach to attaining your goals? Oh, for sure. Younger me, like, again, I don't want to stroke younger me's cock, but I was, like, at points very driven in a almost dangerous level and way. Like, I was very inconsiderate of other people at times. And 
I was too goal oriented. You know, like that, like that uh, arc, that that archetype of someone who's just an asshole and like high driven and I don't yeah. know, fucks bitches, does coke or something on yeah. his off time and just doesn't care about other people. I could have easily seen me going down that path and just being very materialistic and being very just motivated by the wrong things i feel in terms of experiencing the beauty of humanity right and i'm glad that you know allowing myself to be more introspective i think see i think that person is actually suffering from a lot of issues and that person needs to attend therapy it's interesting right because like high functioning uh people think she's attained excess maybe has a lamborghini maybe has 40 trillion dollars it doesn't matter he that guy is actually suffering He's doing these like destructive behaviors for a reason, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Um, what's the biggest regret you left too long to correct? And how do you get over mistakes you made in your past and you can't change? I ignore them to the best of my ability or I address them and move on. And what I mean by ignore them is like, let's say if I have a flashback to me being cringe to, I don't know, some random person, like there's no point in thinking about it. Just, <laughs> yeah. I, I actively just call, I yell for George. I'm not even joking. <laughs> when I get stressed in, uh, in real life, I just start yelling George. Oh I'll be, <laughs> this might seem weird, but I might be driving and I might get a call and I might get some bad news. And like, I'll just be driving thinking about it. I, the reason why I say driving, cause this happened recently. I got some bad news over the phone while I was driving, uh, hands-free car play. Um, and I just started like, I was just like, George, I was like, what the hell? Because it, I've, whenever I experience some sort of negative emotion, I just yell for George. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I, I would just try and look, there's people who make being a victim, their identity. You wouldn't want to do that. You want to learn from your mistakes. You don't want to learn from how you've been victimized and change it for other people. But you don't want to make being vic a victim your identity. Uh, I think we answered Ignobles. How do you upkeep your Versace bathrobe collection? Don't have one. We'll never get one. Vori, I'm not buying a Versace bathrobe. <laughs> he really wants me to buy one. I don't know why. He wants me to stream like Mark Ribier. Have you ever seen his no. YouTube content? No. Google Mark Ribier. I don't even know how to spell that. Are, okay, well, I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> send this to me after. He, he like he like does DJing streams in Versace bathrobes. Okay, and he's like naked, pretty much. <laughs> well, he has underwear on, and he's making the funkiest tunes, and he's having a great time. And he's just yeah. So it's literally like, an ad while I'm stream. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Shout out to Adam, man. Shout out to Adam. He was I uh, I hate to say this. Actually, no, I don't. Fuck you, Adam, for streaming while the cast is going. I you rarely stream now. And you rarely hang out in Discord with me and Neen and the boys and Craig and everything. <laughs> fuck you, Adam. And fuck you, Neen. And fuck you, Craig. And fuck you, Billy. And fuck you, Case. Fuck out. Fuck DJ. Fuck all the boys from from church. See, fuck we you, usually Adam. do shout outs at the end, but I guess the fuck yous can be a new yeah, ritual. Yeah, no, that's how you know I really love you. <laughs> um, how many gauntlet debts do you have? So when I was learning, I had 10. And by the time I learned so what i mean by that is i had like 50 60 completions and then i stopped like i intermittently played during that two years on and off and what ended up perspiring is every time i streamed since it was so rare i would just drink because i'm like having a social situation almost with chat and i thought it'd be a good time and it was a good time and it's fun and i was yeah. doing gauntlet so i kept doing gauntlet 
So when I looked at my board after I got Bofa, I hate to admit this. I had like 107 KC and 150 deaths. <laughs> I went from 50 to 60 completions and 10 deaths to that. Oh, God. Like, that is just bad. <laughs> like, how does that happen? And so I made an active decision in the past week and a half, two weeks since I got Bofa to just try a bit harder and, you know. Also, I started streaming regularly, so I don't drink every day. Obviously, I drink like once a week, twice a week. So naturally through that i think i raised it to like 20 deaths and i've i've gotten 150 completions in that so i'm happy with that um that's that's quite a stark difference but yeah hi george hi george thoughts on the new kanye it's not even out yet man kanye pro, 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 promises an album and he doesn't even release it consistently happens how much did the osrs community change everyone's still bitches everyone's still the same favorite hot sauce at the moment uh mine will always be red tabasco uh okay i i'm gonna say queen majesty scotch bonnet and ginger hot sauce or the blueberry and ghost pepper hot sauce damn yeah i have a lot of hot sauces i've shown them on stream that's why see like if you've noticed one thing about me if i get into something i fucking get into it right like i I don't know. Yeah. Like I make I like I got into keyboards. I got into keyboards. I really delved deep. Um shout outs to Cum Chalice. Shout outs to Cum Chalice. The Cum Chalice is gin and coconut water or coconut milk and, and water. Whatever you got. And ice. Maybe even mint. You can spice it up, but that's the base. Has RuneScape had an overall positive effect or negative? Positive. What made you originally hit that go live button? I guess what made me continue it was Seder. So, yeah, I think, have I missed anything? Why haven't I texted Je- Jevin's wife back? She's starting to worry. Ah, dude, I don't know, man. You know, I think it's time that we both move on. I'm sorry. I'll pipe, uh, I'll pipe her down another time for you. Ask him about his purple bed. Already talked about that. Why is second and always a zen- state of Zen? Do you think I'm? Do you think I have Zen around me? Because a couple people have said this to me, and I just don't understand that concept. I think I have, I I think I bring like distracted tangential chaos. I don't know. I think you have a little bit of Zen. You know what I like? I like that you're yeah. you're you're kind of mysterious, kind of. <laughs> yeah. No, and that that's literally like people people think yeah, I'm no, mysterious. I, I, I'm like I'm not mysterious, but people have never yeah. seen my room, and so they they wonder what's on the other side. Yeah, people ask a lot of questions like that. People people have expressed that. Like, I, I'm going to say specifically women because that's where I mostly got it from. Like, a lot of women that I've just, I don't know, hung out with or dated, you know what I mean, right? Like, brought back. They're like, yeah, there's something mysterious about you. And I just don't see it, understand it, or get it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, favorite food describe flavor. Man, that again, I can't pick. That is that is endless and always going. Lately, I had bibimbap that changed my life. Um, but beyond that, I don't know. I've re I've been rediscovering Indian food because I actually hated Indian food because I grew up around some pretty. I love you, mom, but your cooking wasn't the greatest. Uh, yeah, I grew up around some less than quality Indian food, so I've been rediscovering that. So I'm going to say jackfruit, like a specific type of like uh, jackfruit curry or I don't know. I really like, oh, actually, 
hands down, if I had to have one cuisine for the rest of my life, it would be Italian. And shout outs Alio e Olio or Cacio e Pepe. One of the pasta dishes. I love cooking pasta. Like authentic pasta. Um, why isn't Sakona famous just chatting partnered Andy by now? You uh, would I be. And I I stand by that. You would be. The biggest yeah, thing with but, Twitch is just the consistency, which is... Yeah, I lack the dedication. I really do. So, I'm not sure. Maybe if I become dedicated. We'll see. Um, I believe it'll happen. Thoughts on cat girls? Hey, man, whatever you're into. And whatever. Look, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to get too freaky on this. I know I've talked about being into some weird shit. But all I'm saying is I'm willing to try nearly everything. And I don't know if how allowed how much I'm allowed to delve into this, but you're you're telling me you're hitting it missionary, right? And some toes in your feet, and she asks you to suck her toes. I'd suck the toes. That's all. I'll I'll leave it at that. I, I don't want to get <laughs> this too man's freaky. freaky. I've talked to him over the past two years. I confirmed he's freaky. Confirmed freaky. Am I confirmed sussy as well or no? Uh yeah, yeah. I'm That's sussy. Confirmed. You're a bit. Yeah, you're not really sussy. <laughs> yeah, you know who's sussy? Who? Katie mate. Go check her out as well. Um, great streamer. You know what the worst part about? Because I'm pretty much we're at the terminus, and I'm going to be giving shoutouts, even though I kind of already have been. Yeah. Is I'm going to miss people, and I'm going to like regret that a little bit. But yeah. Um, favorite. I think I've addressed everything, right? Just give some shoutouts. Oh, yeah. Shoutouts, Nico. Nico. I don't know if I can say this on stream because I don't. I don't want to. But like, yo, go stand next to the wallpaper, man. I love you. Hope you're doing well. I guess this is pretty much me giving shout-outs now, right? Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Give the shout-outs. I mean, do you have any shout-outs? Because I know we've we've both had a great conversation that's expanded in many directions. I mean, we've talked about even, like, people such as Higer, right? And we've talked about weird degenerates like, I don't know, DJ Cumboy, even though he's a gamer still. <laughs> I love you, DJ. But do you have any shout-outs? On I got to give a shout-out to like, you, first of all. Okay. Um, I've been a big fan of yours for like a long time. I've uh, actually, I've, I've, I will honestly consider you and I know we haven't been super close for like, uh, I mean, up till like the last few weeks when you've been streaming again, like I know those past few months you had kind of been like off doing your own thing, but I will say you're one of my closest like friends, digital friends, you know? on yeah, the internet for sure. and so uh i really have just appreciated being able to be like open with you and stuff in like calls and uh like i don't know i just feel good when i'm in your stream and i i just love talking to you so i just got to give a shout out to you just being a fucking homie i i think that's what all the human experience is about that's what the human experience is about right like connecting with people and being there for each other and you've you've been i i feel the exact same way is basically what i'm saying so Shout out to you and shout out to you for like creating this platform for other people to come on and share. It's very nice to feel like I'm going like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, yesterday I was thinking like, damn, tomorrow's Seder's cast. I need to, do I need to prepare for this? Do I need to do something? It, it makes me feel special. And I like that feeling, you know, it, it's nice to uh, connect with another community and talk with a bunch of people. And I don't know, be asked about yourself and in a weird ego way it's not like ego is not always a bad thing i'm gonna say it's but just it's human nice. it's human to yeah. want to be yeah. have some attention oh yeah for sure so. and you're like you're like to me you're like the i don't know what's a great um who's who am i thinking of david, david. 
nighttime show. Sorry. I know this is You're like you're like David Letterman. <laughs> you know? You're like the light you're, this podcast is gonna be like David Letterman, right? Like it's that's what it felt like to me. It's like, oh, I'm gonna be interviewed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it felt great. I know a lot I know a lot of people probably uh, equivalent you to like Joe Rogan or something. <laughs> but uh yeah, you're David Letterman in my eyes. So shout out to you for this platform. I'm glad I'm glad I could I'm glad I could give give you that because you know I don't know. I I love talking. Like this it's not it's nothing. I don't know. You saying that, you know, you feel special on this makes me feel really happy that I can make others feel special by being oh, on. Yeah, it. no, for sure. I'm sure everyone does. I everyone feel special does. for having you, so. Thank you. Uh specific names off the top of my head. I think I've shouted out so many people, but <laughs> I want to let's I don't know. I will how about this? I limit you to 3 right now. To 3. So I'm the one limiting it. So it's not on you for okay. not shouting out everybody. Okay. Um shit. That makes it like make me makes me a bit more it <laughs> makes it, it worse. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> no. There's no resolution. Yeah. Um and it's not top 3. It's just 3. Just 3 people. Doesn't even have to be top. It could be top, but it doesn't have to. I mean, first and foremost, just shout out the community. I'll count that as one. Um, I love being able to interact with all of you. I'm so glad that I got OSRS and Twitch in my life. And even if I come and go, or even if I stay, again, like I said, I do want to like treat this as a hobby. And if it becomes something, it becomes something. I'll, I'll try to give it more respect. But as an overall, I really do want to say, like, shout out the community, okay? And there's a lot of names that I'm thinking of now that I just want to blurt out, you know? Yeah. But yeah, as an overall, shout out the community. And if I didn't say your name, I'm sorry, but like I genuinely mean anyone I interact with, I love. I don't know. I you know what? This is gonna be someone that no one knows, and that's why I'm gonna do it. Shout outs Nabe. Nabe Nabe sends me good morning memes every day. Like those cringe, like <laughs> Those cringe ones that boomers send each other, he sends it. He started sending it like ironically to me, but it's genuine. Like that man actively wakes up and thinks like, "Hey, I should send this meme." You know, good morning. Here's a good morning meme. So shout out to Nabe, Damn. and um, one more, one more. Oh, yeah, the gravity of this. You know, I'm thinking, who deserves it? I want to. Who deserves it? Church. I know, again, I'm just shouting out communities, and I yeah. randomly shouted out Nabe. But yeah, shout out to Church. Uh, church is, like, I forgot. You know what? Ch I, church involves, this is me cheating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to cheat. But Church is my, my, my the latest, like, the last community that I built. Well, well like, it was a part of in, in the inception of it, or whatever you want to say. And it's just a bunch of Inferno speedrunners. And... I don't know, like being able to be a freak degenerate and be open and be like, they've helped me so much in so many ways and they don't even know it. But I remember I, the, I've been going through some rough times, obviously as everyone has, and they've been there for me all, all the time. So I'm going to cheat and I'm just going to say Mick, Neen, Chris, Adam, uh, Swang, uh, <laughs> uh, Craig, Nico, uh, Case, Billy, Corky, DJ, yeah, I don't think I'm missing anyone else, but yeah, shout out to all of you. Ash, did I forget? Yeah, shout out to Ash. <laughs> Ash has been going through it, and he's been an actual chat about everything. So shout out to Church. I just cheated. I don't care. 
Thank you for having me on the Sebe cast. It's been a pleasure. Um, Sack on, you're a fucking yeah. king. Thank you for being on it. Uh, listen, guys. If you guys enjoyed this cast, go in the description right now. I'm going to have Sakon's Twitch and Twitter. Anything else you'd like to have linked? Uh, No, I don't think I can put my OnlyFans there. So. <laughs> You'll have to search for that manually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twitch and Twitter. Sakon, seriously, uh, thank you so much for being on it. Definitely one of the longest singular episodes we've had. Uh, and next week, guys... It will be an off week, so there's no Sebe cast next week. But the week following, we're having Foe on the cast, the streamer Foe. And then the week following, on so August 10th is Foe. August 17th, we're having Rendy on the cast. So look forward to it. And if you guys would like to directly support the Sebe cast, there will be a Patreon link in the bottom. And you can unlock exclusive deleted scenes. And there might, just might, be some deleted scenes of the second cast. So... Stay tuned, and thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.